0: Today, we bask in the light of, you know it, baby, mustachioed greatness. (laughs) How is everybody doing out there today? Um, We are doing something a little different for the podcastio, mostly because Papa Podcastio is is tired, (laughs) but also because I'm on, I guess, on a lot of different podcasts. You know, I'm not like freaking... On hundreds, but you know, I, I am able to have uh, the opportunity to join a lot of awesome people that have some awesome shows, and one of them is my homie Vaughn, uh, who hosts the Motion Picture Massacre podcast. And I was recently on his show covering the Thirty Six Chamber of Shaolin trilogy. And I had a really great time. I was, uh, we, it was me, him, and the homie Brady from the Solid Six podcast. So we had a really good time covering these movies. There's tons of mustaches in there. I feel like it would be a great chance for me to show y'all. If y'all, I'm sure we have some cross listeners, like some listeners that listen to both our shows, but there might be some that don't. And if you like what you hear, go check out Motion Picture Massacre with Vaughn. He does all these. Like he has, if yeah, I mean this guy has so many episodes. I don't even know how many he has, but I think he's been doing this for like fifty years or something. I don't know. He <laughs> He's like the god god the gods godfather of podcasting. I don't know, but he's been doing it for a long time. I love hanging out with him. So yeah, give it a listen. Check it out. Um I have all the links to um both the Solid Six and the the Motion Picture Massacre podcast uh in the show notes. So be sure to listen to those. Uh, um not listen to them. Be sure to click on those. I'm tired.
1: All right. All right. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck. Um, Mush Bitch Master 4, June 22nd. I just looked at it. June 22nd, 2021.
2: Motion Picture Massacre. Welcome to the show. Yes, welcome to the massacre. Here's some films you might not know. Sometimes trashy, sometimes classy, always raw and never flashy. Welcome to the massacre.
1: Hello, how you doing? I'm Juan here.
3: Yes!
1: What the fuck? Why did I do this? Why did I pick this craziness? So tonight we're going to do the 36 Chambers films, the Gordon Lou films. Um, I brought two people on. Let's start with it. The returning champion, Mike Chicano brother from another mother, Daniel Segura. How are you? Yo, yo. What is up, Vaughn, man? How are you? Um, and uh, new champion, uh, Mr. Brady Kimball. How are you?
4: A new challenger approaches. I feel like the... the- <laughs> A character in Mike Tyson's punch out
1: yeah well you've already you've already you know sparred against that one so you can't wait to... I don't know how it's gonna go with me yeah. you look you look more like Kano but
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> my laser um, so this was this has been on the docket for years um and I don't know why I just was like hey why don't I t- pick these two guys that'd be fun yeah yeah it, yeah, who cares three movies that are insanely different at all costs you know they yeah. don't feel like sequels at all on the other two but it's like okay fine whatever let's do it
0: real sausage party
1: yeah why not i haven't had a bunch of guys on the show in a long time and i'm i'm feeling desperate maybe i might hit on one of these by the end of the night who knows uh, <laughs> so um so i got a couple things for the one i watch. if you guys have anything we'll do it by i guess Brady, Daniel, myself. So, Brady, if you want to start.
4: Yeah, so I've been watching a bunch of stuff for podcasts. The most recent thing uh, was um, the Brothers Quay films. We just recorded that episode last night. Yeah. Um, Prior to that, I actually watched a Hong Kong martial arts procedural drama, cop drama um, called Evil Cat. So this is from 1987, and it is about a evil cat that uh (laughs) embodies different human beings um and so it's it's got the hong kong batshit insane like opening 10 minutes and then obviously the awesome fight at the end with all the supernatural spooky stuff you know um yeah but in the middle it's like a cop drama with a little bit of soap opera with a little bit of humor in it so it's good b b tier um i think the production company is century so this is a b-tier production company so there's shaw brothers who we'll talk about tonight there's golden harvest which was spun off from the shaw brothers and then there was a bunch of you know uh bottom feeders including century so this is a a production company that's not very well known at least here so i watched a um bootleg copy of it i don't think it's readily available but i uh, recommend that if you like um spooky martial arts movies
1: awesome Oh,
4: songs. And terrible subtitles.
1: Oh, I oh, fuck. oh I those have, are the best I have a shit ton of just bootleg like, DVDs are just great films, but the word like who the fuck did the subtitles on them? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's like almost like Google Translate through the whole damn thing, and it's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on? I'm like, all right, it's a beautiful film, but I don't know. I'm I, I'm lost. Yep. Yeah. Oh god. Daniel.
0: Oh yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> So I've been watching these movies because I, of course, you gave us pull. ample time Vaughn, which i incredibly I? appreciate yeah i gave you a yeah, month that I yeah, yeah you gave us ample time and of course i waited until two days prior <laughs> to stop <laughs> these movies into my fucking brain juice nice nice um but i was also watching I, I saw fear of a black hat for like the 30th time i was showing a friend oh. fear of a black hat is one of those movies it's uh, you know for those of y'all don't know it's a mockumentary of 90s hip-hop it's fantastic and it is one of those movies you just show people if they've said they haven't seen it before. Mm -hmm. So I did that. And then at the same time, that same person, um, she knows who she is. She's probably listening right now. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She showed me dream girls for the first time. I'd never seen dream girls. Yes.
4: What's that one? Um, You've never
0: (laughs) heard of dream girls.
4: Uh, No, no, I have. Okay. Yes. Yeah. The
0: Beyonce (laughs) with Jamie Foxx. It's like such a, it's a, yeah, it's a, Big movie, big budget movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard
4: of it. Is the bigger it is, the less I know about it. Yeah, that's you what know, I kind yeah. of made
0: me laugh. It was like, of course Brady hasn't heard of it. He's too busy watching fucking Sex Cat or whatever the fuck. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I don't. I'm not really that big on movies that ha- like Broadway type musical type movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why. I don't really like narrative and song for some reason. Even though I love music, it's just weird. But I loved it. I had a great time with it. And then, of course, I watched Bare Knuckles not too long ago, and I released that on an episode. And Bare Knuckles was actually ended up being a lot more fun than I expected. Robert Vijaro, 1977. So you get all the dope-ass 70s clothes. Uh, it's a it's a good one. It's a good one. Nice. Yeah.
4: Now, was that Beyonce's last movie, Dreamgirls, before she, you know, became... A lizard? Queen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she became a lizard.
4: An alien with a skin suit? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is a good episode so far.
1: <laughs> oh, my Christ. Uh, I'll go. Uh, the Bund from 1983. Um, it's one of Chao Yong-fat's early works. He plays a guy coming up in the ranks in the Chinese uh, organized crime in the 20s. Um, it's a TV movie, but it's on Netflix. Because I was kind of going through when I was watching these films, I was like, "Ooh, let me see what else. Like, what are they, what are they, uh, you know, they're fucking whacked. You might like this. And it's like 16 films they're producing. And then, like, at the very bottom, it's, you know, you see Fat's face, and I was like, ooh, great. And I totally, like, it's a film that I was like, oh, this is nice, but it's definitely, like, you know, TV budget for the early 80s. And it's, oh, like, yeah. definitely a film where I was like, I got lost, like, folding my underwear. And I was like, where the fuck am I? I had to go back 20 minutes. So I was like, oh, okay. Because I didn't, I wasn't reading the subtitles. I was just watching it. I was like, what are we doing now? Huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. Back up. <laughs> oh, okay. I understand. He's mad for some kind of reason. He's going to kill this person. Okay. I don't know. Organized crime films always kind of perplex me because there's so many of them, and it's like, and then like every country takes from every country, and it just feels very kind of similar. Similar. Mm-hmm. It does.
4: So. Now, what is a bund? Do is it, it, didn't,
1: it, it doesn't explain. And I looked up the Chinese title, and it's bund. So I was like b u n d. So I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. Think,
0: is that isn't that a French pastry?
1: Yeah, but it's like, what does that mean in Chinese? Like, what the hell? Why? why? And the t- the cover is very much like a. Okay, like, uh, here, here's the I can see it. Look at that look at that cover. It's very oh, yeah. much like a bootleg. Um, okay. You know, oh, if you, know. you look
0: if you look behind him, you can see a big old bund right behind him.
4: Yeah,
1: oh, oh, yeah. Right <laughs> it's hiding. It's Shut up. He looks so Jesus.
4: young in that.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he does. super young in that film. It's uh, it's one of his earlier pieces. So I was like, ooh. Nice. I just saw I just, I just saw baby face shining fact and I was like, I'm here. Yeah, what? Oh, okay, yeah. let's do it. Nice.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Anything oh, else? Oh yeah. Anyone? Oh, um, I got one more if you really want. I can talk about it. Please. Oh yeah,
0: no, yeah, give
1: us one more, man. So, uh, Meyer Zerchi, um, you don't know who he is. He made a film in 1974 called Day of the Woman, aka Spit on Your Grave. Mm-hmm. Right. His son, in 2016, managed to get the right the, the money up to let his father make a sequel. Yeah. No.
4: Um, I Spit
1: on Your Grave, Deja Vu. Right. It was released last year by Ronan Flix in a box set with the original film. The sequel, and then a documentary that Terry Zerchi did on growing up with his father, and the trials and tribulation of his father being a director, and like you know the you know relationship with with uh, what's her name, uh, goddamn Keaton, uh, Camille Keaton, the whole nine yards. It, it's not a it's it's not a film that's the title is very kind of um uh, it's a lie because it's not like him. It's called living like uh, living under like the ice. Like I Live when I spit on your grave, and it's like ah eh, okay, but it's more like living with his father and dealing with like. The ups and downs of his father's life,
4: because hmm.
1: Zerchi's only directed three films. This "I Spit on Your Grave" and a film called "Don't Mess with My Sister," which is like a, a gangster film. It's not good, pretty bad. Um, Don't mess with
0: my sister.
1: Yeah, it's a dumb title. It's it's, it's interesting, but it's not a, it's not as like hard, like um, kind of rip out, rip out your throat, like uh, "I Spit on Your Grave" is. Like a movie called "Don't Touch My wiener yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So in this film, he it's a sequel. He must have wrote the screenplay to base for 20 years into the future um, because there are certain characters that just don't make sense in 2020, 2016, 2017. Um, so, you know, Camille Keaton comes back. She is now a published author. She has a daughter. Uh, they go out, you know, upstate New York to go out to lunch. And the families of the people that she killed abducted her and her daughter. And they want righteous revenge. Right. That sounds cool. But it's two and a half hours long. What? Yeah. Whoa. It's two and a half hours long. That's um, and you can definitely tell that they they didn't have enough budget because there's a scene where somebody gets their head cut off and the hair doesn't match the body after the head gets cut off. Like so it's blonde hair, the person alive, brown hair when they're hovering the head over people's over their shoulders. It's like okay. You can tell like the budget was kind of not there. They had the yeah. money to make the violence, but they didn't have money to finish the violence. Um, <laughs> And some of, and the acting horror. is so and the acting is so over the top, <laughs> like it's just people screaming at each other most of the time. Um, it's, it sounds like it's, a nightmare. Oh, it's it was hard. A lot of people I know have watched it and gave up after twenty minutes. And I was like, I'm I'm a person who's like, okay, that seems like a challenge.
0: I kind of want to see it. It's, it's like you know. I have a couple of noise albums like I, mm-hmm. I like listening to noise music and yeah. my friends absolutely hate it. This seems like the kind of movie that's for someone that has a noise album. Wow. Oh,
1: like I, I was in like a, I was in a weird mood. I was in a weird mood. I had watched a bunch of Bill's above films um, and I was like, yeah. all right, I want to torture myself some more. And everybody I know says that this film is intolerable. It's too long. It's and it is if it was 90 minutes or 100 minutes like the original film, I think it would work. Um, and he can cut out a lot of stuff because there's a lot of people just dialoguing just dialoguing. And like you could really do this without like this 10 minute rant about how they how they ruin their families and whatnot. And it's like oh my god. Um, so was
4: it worth it for the documentary?
1: Um, It was worth it for the original film, you know, all the special features. And the re- the thing is, I started watching it and I got like maybe halfway through, and then I know I saw in the box that said commentary by Joe Bob, and I was like oh. oh nice. So I just restarted the film again with Joe Bob's commentary and watched the whole thing through. Um, and it made it much more tolerable because he's yeah. just, he's kind of bragging on it, but he's also talking about the original film and how the impact of the original film was. And, the, you know, he's making comments about how, how bad this dialogue is and how this is that. And like, and like how the, the main actress, I like, forget her name. Let me see if I can find it. Um, not, not Keaton, because she's in there for like maybe, like, she doesn't really get that much to do. So it's like, um, what is her name? Jamie Beretta, Christy Hills. She actually really good. She actually plays a really good character. The problem is like the first half of it, she really has nothing to do. Right. And they don't really do anything. When she when it becomes her time to kind of shine, she really plays it up and really works it. You know, and her performance is in there, but it's just overshadowed by all these people yelling and screaming all the time.
4: That sounds <laughs> so it's like ugh. sounds terrible.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. So
4: I don't know if how many movies actually justify a two and a half hour long existence. You gotta yeah, re- I mean, know what the fuck you're no, doing in order to. So-
1: there's a lot of films nowadays and there's like like uh Bill's the guy I've talked about before on the last episode he makes films now that go up to like three hours long three mm-hmm. three and a half hours long and they're not like these epics like big you know special effects laden things it's two people arguing in the woods most of the time for like three and a half <laughs> hours like it's a, it's a half naked woman and him this Hesher metal dude arguing about semantics for like 20 <laughs> minutes yeah <Jeez. laughs> yeah it's uh you
4: are you are self-flagellating right now clearly
1: no 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 i have a friend of mine derek i'm gonna bring this up again he has a patreon and on his patreon uh, he does this thing called the worst movies ever i'm just pretty much shilling for him with his patreon so i made him watch a movie called nightmare on elmo street which is a bill's above film which is about puppets raping women it's fucking bad it's two and a half hours long so he decided to put a tier in his Patreon about, uh, you know, if you hit this tier, I'll make, I'll make a Bill's Above podcast. So I felt that was a challenge. So I put my money down and he put out an episode last week of the Ass Monster podcast. Um, because, and that's just goes to me. Just, it's just me. It's, uh, I already picked the next movie for the next month because he can go fuck himself. Um, <laughs> because you, you spit in my face. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to pay you. Fucking there. Just keep spitting. Just keep it. Cause mm-hmm. I got some, I got weird income right now. I'm, I'm a hermit. I'm sitting in this fucking room. Um, so it's like, fuck that's it. Why, I'm going to, I'm going to play with
4: kindness because you don't know what to do.
1: I, I I'm living in oblivion. I need someone to live with me. So I'm bringing him right next door.
0: Yeah. Mm. Being sweet to Vaughn is weird. Like he doesn't know what to do. He just starts jerking uh, off.
1: No. Yeah. He <laughs>
0: He's just like, Oh, like I don't a, know what to do. <laughs>
1: like a howler monkey. He's like, <laughs> I, I appreciate you just throw your cum
0: at me. i was yeah. like, oh, uh, I was just giving you a compliment, bro. You got the, the fucking
1: <laughs> silence of the lambs, me. Uh, okay, um, I guess we can. I guess we we'll take a break. Yeah, let's take a break. You guys got you guys anything? No, oh, well, you got to take a break. and have drinking for like four hours. Um, no, big deal. So, let's take a break. It's, it's part of my brand.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. Oh shit. What do you wait? What are you drinking? What are you yeah, drinking, Brady?
1: Drinking the
4: Breakside uh Wanderlust IPA. Oh, yeah. nice,
1: nice.
4: You guys are legit.
1: Yeah, all right. Well I'll take a break. Hey, yo,
2: on,
5: yo, man. Yo,
4: man, hold on, hold on. Yo, man what
6: my killer tape at, yeah. First of all, what my what the yo, fuck is my tape? At? Yo, Sean, I got that piece, Sean. Huh? How you ain't got my shit but I let you hold it, man. Yo, know, niggas came over to have 40s and blonde skate. This shit just came over. Come on, out man. I don't got shit, nothing son. to do with my shit, man. Come on, man. Get ahead with that Come shit. Come on, man. I'll yo, pay you for yo.
2: more fucking
6: killer. Ticks, Open man. the door, man. man. What the it's fuck, it's man? Yo, what? What's up? Yo, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, yo. Yo, God, Where's this Bond? Yo, Sean Meek just got busted in his head two times, God. With the mother. Yeah. Well, life, God. You know Sean Meek from fucking 212, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. The nigga just got bust. Niggas in the black land, God, Where's this Bond came through, God, from out of nowhere, God, where Bond? I'm coming to get my coach's cipher, God. And they just. Where does Bond crazy, I just went the fuck off, the God. The nigga laying there like you. a fucking newborn fucking baby, God. Oh, is he fucking dead? What, what the fuck you fuck mean, is, is he dad, fucking dead, me? God? The fuck you think? The nigga laying there with his fucking... All types of fucking blood it coming is, out of his is, fucking... Is he, is he yo, God, what's up, God? It's the God, God. What is wrong? Yo, what's up? I'm ready to fucking late. I'm ready to get busy, God. What's up? Yo, let's go what's up, what yo? Got... Yo, let's go do what we
2: gotta do, man. Yo, we out of it's what? It's
6: the God, God, God. Fuck that,
2: man. We out. They probably took the
3: what
2: the fuck is he talking What the fuck, fuck, fuck tape, is you talking about?
5: the fuck, fuck out of talking about? What the fuck is motherfucker. talking the fuck is he talking about? the to the camouflage is niggas. My body. Here, yeah. yo. we gonna yo. drink some night changes. Yo, 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 Come yo, yo, champion gear that I rock and you get your boots knocked. Then attack you like a pit, then lock shit down. Cause Damn. I love the freaks the sound hardcore. We're giving you more and more Like things. Not sure to get you open like six packs. Hill of bees intact. Flipping what? Building one fat tracks, alright? I kick you like a night flight. What like flight. I get that ass wall going straight. From bed cause I rock your head to bed. Just like rocking what? Twin blocks. Shake the ground while my beats just break it down. Raw sound, going to war right now. So you're bombing. Save your breath before I burn. be that insane nigga from the psycho ward. I'm on the trigger. Once I got the wutang swords, how you figure that you can even fuck with me? Hey up hit me with that shit one time and pull the veil. Niggas say to me, blow the beat voted the I'm milking this hoe. This is my show to care. The fuck you wanna do for this fight to do? I'm like a sniper, high off the ginseng Who PLO style, Buddha monks. My rap style has the force to leave you lost, like the Travis Shabazz. Murderous material made by a madman. Mr. Mike Brecker, inspector. Bad man from the bad lands of the killer. Rap fanatic, representing with the skill that's filler. Fair to compare, get pierced just like an ear. The Shoebee do walk pop strictly hardware. Armed and geared, cause I just broke out the prison. Tossed by the system for murdering the rhythm. Now, lo and behold, another death.
6: to your hate burst I ramshack dead in the track and that's that. Rap assassin, faster, quick the blast and hard rock. I ran up in spots like four knots. I'm hot, top knots, ghost things with logic. Flashbacks, how I attacked your whole project. I'm raw, I'm rugged and raw. I repeat, if I die, my seed don't be ill like me. Approaching me, you out of respect, chop your neck. I get vexed like crashing up a fat ass leg. So clear the way, make way. Yo, open the gates, peace of mouth. Chanting like a runaway slave.
5: You're Death to a snake, when he least expects. Ain't a damn thing, tank boy, protect your neck. Hold a zigzag, take a large, yammer say no. Click the stick, my wound tanks ward, right through your navel. Suspenseful, boss being bought through my utensil. The pencil, I went for all winds up against you. Have a, they went through your county like the maverick. Capsule the tablet,
2: I got to make the fabrics. <laughs> Celestia, a carrier, messenger, carrier. This experience is for the whole experience. They to keep lying drop down, sign
5: My plan that?
2: is dick like plaster,
5: Busher, slasher, slid a nigga back like a Dutch master killer. Sal jumped off and killer, Hiller. I was the thriller in the alley, Frazier Manila. I came down with fat tracks that combine it in a lock, like getting smashed, by in the block, bow, now it's all over. Niggas seeing pink hawks, yellow moons, orange stars and green clovers.
1: Thirty-sixth Chamber of Shaolin. This was was it? Uh, Nineteen seventy-eight. Um, fucking looking at the Mandarin. What the hell? Uh, long Carl Lang um, directed this thing. It Was written by I can I Krang. It stars Gordon Lowe. Um, this is a film based on the fictional, the actual, like fictionalized version of an actual character called uh, Sun T. Um, and it's pretty much his introduction to the to the chamber and kind of like. The fictionalized accounts of him becoming a Shaolin monk. Um, And it does take forever to get to where you want it to go, which is fightings and shit. But but the great thing about the film is that it shows you every little chamber within the Shaolin temple. Um, And then he gets to create his 36, because there's only 35 at the start of the film. As a process-oriented
4: person who really likes checklists, that that was very soothing for my OCD. Part I knew of the you brain. would
0: like it. I knew it. I was <laughs> like, I bet you Randy
1: likes this fucking like step-by-step shit. <laughs> like most Shaw Brothers films, we get an introduction of some kind of art, martial arts style, um, and it's one of the best things I I, I love about their films. The, the styles don't even really matter. Like like when we get the disciples, the whole like steel foot this, uh, style. Mm-hmm. We don't even we don't even see that in the movie. It's just, we just do it like a 20 minute scene of it, of them performing it. It's like, Oh, awesome. Yeah. It's it's insane. Right. So we get the, you know, the rings and stuff like that. And you can see Gordon Liu kind of just perform all of that, which is just great over a backdrop. Um, And then we go into the story of this kind of klutzy kind of student who gets um, his, pretty much his town gets raided and he gets chased out of town and he ends up in the Shaolin temple and, you know, Learns to be a Shaolin monk. It's the easiest way to put it. I Rated
4: like. By- go
1: ahead. Oh, no, no. go ahead, Brady. Yeah, Rated by the fucking
4: Manchus, man.
1: Yeah,
4: well, yeah. So the Manchus. There's like and all they- sorts of political commentary at play here. And I'm well, like, the Manchus I are you know, all
1: through yeah. these, all through, all through all of these films. The Manchus, yeah. the Manchus and the Hans are. are I was huge.
4: this close to like hopping on the history channel to figure out the Manchurian versus Han conflict. But I decided otherwise.
1: One, one thing you notice about 70s ch- Chinese films, is that they're very pro-China. <laughs> very pro, yeah. the, the good version. Like, and, and when a lot of Shaw Brothers films were translated here, because there was a lot of Chinese Americans in the States, mm-hmm. um, they had ton, like, you have the, um, how's it called, the theater that's in your fucking state. Um, Hollywood Theater. Hollywood Theater, that's it. And they have, the guy who runs that, he has a ton of stuff that he shows his, he shows uh, Chinese kung fu films all over the time. Like, all oh, last year when they were doing the pandemic, they were doing all those online um, yep. Presentations, which I saw a shitload of them.
4: Um, yeah, so he does kung fu theater. His name's Dan Halstead, and okay. I went to a screening of the uh, Thirty Six Chamber with Riza of mm-hmm. the Wu Tang Clan doing a soundtrack live in front of the screen. So I don't know how they got it, where they actually had the Shaw Brothers give them an isolated voice track so that yeah, he could do the music, but it was just wow. just super chill, like brooding instrumental beats. Everyone in the crowd is like bobbing along and smoking up and it was one of the best uh movie going experiences I've ever had. He then sat uh Riza sat down with Dan Helstead, Mm -hmm. the programmer, and they talked a lot about martial arts movies and Shaw Brothers and stuff. So yeah, pretty
1: like all last year they were doing like a shitload of them. And it was all just them talking over. Sometimes like you definitely tell it was live, or at least it was recorded live and they posted online because there'd be people just popping in middle of the uh middle of the broadcast because it's like oh this person's supposed to be here but they're late and it's like you know 25 minutes till the end of the film and it's like oh here we are like what the fuck just happened you know it's like but Rizzo was there all the damn time like I saw like uh the Shogun assassin and a fucking mm-hmm. bunch of those fucking Chinese films. like oh this is the best thing ever I'm like oh this is, this is a great way to spend a night of isolation my like, oh, well, awesome
4: now the one the one downside though is that he Dana Halstead mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is a big believer in showing prints yeah, uh, not digital. Yeah, yeah. And so he like, sure yeah. to show prints that he owns, and oftentimes they're like faded. Oh, I don't care weird. about that. So I do because, like, I saw the Master of the Flying Guillotine, and yeah. it was like right beat the shit right. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a uh, copy. Uh, yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm totally fine with digital. Give me digital all day because
1: it gets yeah. really degraded.
0: Well, yeah. like
1: I saw a copy of a uh, Death Race 2000, which was like a Swedish copy, because it had burned in Swedish subtitles underneath, and it was yellow it was, it was yeah. great because we were just like we watched it in the theater but it was the only copy whoever, mm-hmm. whoever the guys got the copy from was that one copy they had and it was like okay but you can definitely tell the crowd was like into it so they didn't matter if it was shit or not but if i, I, I have a,
0: hmm? i have an old vhs of that movie and i'm pretty sure there's coke inside it like <laughs> 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 and it, it plays horribly but i still watch that version even though i could watch it in a million other ways yeah it, it looks so gritty it just kind of adds to the whole vibe of that movie. right
4: I don't know what it is about movies and film, like not meaning not caring, because I collect records. So I mean, mm-hmm. you think that I'd be the guy that'd be like, sure, give me the laser disc version of this movie or the the VHS or whatever. But yeah, I, yeah. I just don't care. I just don't for some reason with movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting, interesting. Yep. Hey, um, so there's again. yeah, <laughs> you very complicated. <laughs> you know, um there's not a lot. There's not too much gore in these in these movies, but. No. More i do eating. notice they all repeat that one thing where someone gets bopped in the stomach and then they go like there's a pause so <laughs> and
1: yeah,
0: like spit. a little bit of blood comes out of their mouth and it always looks like kind of like melted play-doh or hack yeah. or something red crayons yeah something like
1: that." was
0: this uh um, w- had this already been because i'm not as much into the uh, mm-hmm. martial arts film um was this already happening a lot in other movies, or was this something that kind of helped, like kind of get this push this kind of style over with all the blood coming out of the mouth and shit like well, that? you know? What is it,
1: seventy eight? I so mean, yeah. By this, it time, by this time, it was probably already happening. Yeah, it was a time there was, a, especially for Shaw Brothers films. Anytime you had any kind of like, and there was a lot more violent Shaw Brothers films than these, um, with people losing limbs and shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> But the yeah. blood was always like that. Se- the 70s blood was from the Italians to the Chinese, even to the Americans. It was always yeah, it was always tempura, really red, bright red, yeah. because they learned it from like stuff like Herschel Gordon Lewis and whatnot. His, you know, that's the way his blood was. So it kind of just went down from the 60s, 70s. And the, as the 80s started going on, they wanted to be more realistic and started getting more into like that realistic look of blood. and
4: pig's blood and, all- and, yeah, well, from- and stuff like that. Also, it's the race to the bottom, right? Because with TV, the film industry got fucked everywhere, including Hong Kong. So that's when you start seeing really gnarly shit in the 80s. Yeah. Um, before TV took off. And then you had Cat 3 movies, which even is crazier. So um, yeah, they went through all the same trends Italian, Italian movies and French movies and stuff like that. Mm.
1: So is this the first time you guys have seen this film?
4: This one? Yeah. Uh, I've, see, I, I've seen the first one. This is the third time I've seen it and the other two I had never seen. Right.
0: This is the first time I've seen all three of these. Okay. I've seen I parts th- of this one, but it mm-hmm. was so far back. It was as if I was watching it fresh.
1: So. Right. Yeah. it's. I've seen, I haven't seen Disciples yet. This is the first time I saw Disciples. So the first two films I had bootleg VHS tapes from the Chinese market that is around the corner from my house. And it's like, ooh, like you know, you just go in there, and like, like look, it's a Chinese market, it's all wooden, you can't understand it. I don't know what I'm buying, but then you see, like, you know, they have a they have a ring row of tapes, and it's like, oh, I know who that is, I know what that is. Like, I'm just looking at the pictures, I'm like, oh, I'll buy them, fuck it, with like mm-hmm. bad, with dodgy subtitles, and I'm like, whatever, I can, I just like a like a little stupid ass kid just watching each normally like, and then dragging everybody <laughs> over to watch them, I like, can just sit little- here. Just standing like everybody's in the pool, and then it was like, "All right, we gotta do something." So everybody dries off and fucking runs in the house. My mother losing her goddamn mind because there's ten boys in the house watching some weird Chinese film. <laughs>
4: What's this communist propaganda on? What are you doing?
1: Why are they very pro? Why are they very pro Han? What the fuck is this? Crap? One know.
0: of my one of my favorite parts of this first one is when he goes to the he gets to the temple. Mm-hmm. He's a janitor for like a whole year.
1: This tournament yeah. <laughs>
0: eventually they allow him to to enter the chambers and he goes into the top chamber first and i was like wait a minute is this like the monastery toy shop because they're just like dump, dump, dump. i was like are they building yeah. something i was like oh they're like wood blocks okay yeah. i get it <laughs> but that whole scene is dope because he's so confused it's like he entered a weird alien world and they were like yeah you don't know any of what we're doing so screw off and right mm-hmm. he like
1: force throws his ass which is yeah. dope i love that it's a great thing about chinese kung fu films that they had this kind of set of myth mysticism yeah um where it's just like like you said of the one with somebody who's able to punch somebody so hard in the stomach that they make them bleed like push out their fucking kidneys it's like okay that works fine uh you know what i mean (laughs) it's pretty dope (laughs) it's just like that these monks are so like you know deep within the buddha that they're able to when they have to be provoked they you know they're able to push out all of it and just knock you straight into the next room Cool.
4: Now, was there any wire work in this one? I can't remember.
1: Um, no, not really. No, maybe, maybe with uh, when he's running across the um, uh, what is it? That pool? The, logs. You know, the yeah, logs. The logs. I'm trying to figure that out. That probably, but they didn't. They show his feet. They don't really show the top of him. So, and then probably some scenes when people are being blown back. is probably nothing like like night, like the like um, what is it? And Tiger, Hidden Dragon style wire work mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. But definitely, maybe just people like holding him up and just kind of dragging him across the thing. Um, just yeah. to show the reality of how well his training is going. It,
0: these three movies really make me think of Ninja Warrior, the competition, mm-hmm. and yeah. the, the old G one because I, I could tell that they were they were inspired by a lot of these movies because mm-hmm. there's so much muddy water and most in most of those obstacle courses right. and balancing on stuff and all that stuff. And oh, I was yeah. like, man, like if you can get through all this, you can win Ninja Warrior. the The, the log stuff I really liked. I love the fact that. Once you get wet, there's a sign that's like, Well, you gotta take all your clothes off and let them dry. And yeah. then by the time they dry, it's too late to get food. So you
1: just starve that day for failing. Yeah. Right. Like, damn. <laughs> Shit. And the fact that he falls into every trap that they kind of set up to <laughs> to fuck with him. Like I said, but it's like it's all intentional. It's just like that's how these things are set up. If you're not you don't do it properly, you don't do the way it's supposed to be done, you're screwed. You know what I mean? Yep. You can't right. really You know, and then that's why these guys are constantly doing the same temples over and over, same chambers over and over again until they get good at it. And then they can advance to the next chamber. No one gets it done in the first try, you know? Yeah.
4: Yeah. And there's like, there's humor in that cruelty. You know what I mean? It's like other movies are like zany and over the top. Especially
1: with Gordon Lau, because Gordon Lau was a guy who who was known for being more serious. These films kind of changed. And like, he was at the top of his, you know, stardom at this time. And these films are much more comical, and they become more comical. Um, they do. And his kind of whole his whole um, stardom changed. They went from mm-hmm. these kind of more serious films, more action oriented films, to more comedy, act, cartoon, comedy action films. <laughs> it's like the Evil Dead trilogy, <laughs> in a way. Yeah, <laughs> it slowly gets more like silly yeah. And shit. <laughs>
4: yeah, uh, yeah. Now Daniel mentioned Ninja Warrior being inspired by this. I I disagree. I think Ninja Warrior was inspired by American Gladiator, which was inspired by these movies. Yeah.
0: Sure. All right, maybe you nationalists. Oh, yes. I think like stuff like <laughs> <Wow>. Jesus. <laughs> okay, um,
4: man, they're dope. The they're names like Gemini and Ice and Laser yeah. Beam. No, I mean laser, <laughs> laser
1: Beam. Okay,
3: My there's, there's like
1: there's, there's there's game shows from the 80s. Chinese, Japanese games like Takashi's Castle, which reminds me very much of these kind of movies because it's a very fail. You know, you you're constantly being oh, put, yeah. beaten ahead with those kind of with the games that they play because <laughs> Beat Takashi was like, I want to make so, a game yeah. show so impossible that no one can win. Um, I love that. Beat
4: Takashi like Takashi Kitano.
1: Yes, he made it. He had a TV show and he had a, he had a he had a game show in the 80s called Takashi's yeah. Castle. When they brought it here in the 90s, they called it Most Extreme Elimination Challenge, and they dumbed all the oh. all the uh, all the uh, characters. It's a goofy version of it. And yeah, we, if you
0: search it on YouTube, you can see all the like the crazy. You, the best watch, you, can of episode, you can watch full episodes. You can watch full YouTube episodes on YouTube too.
1: Yeah, yeah.
4: i have never connected to dots. I've seen like three or four of his movies, and I knew nothing. Well, he was
1: part of it. well. Takashi was a was a was a comedian when he started, and then he transitioned into these more kind of violent, you know, yeah. cop films. And now he's just making. I think he just made a film where he's coming out with a film this year. It's like his ode, his final film, because he's retiring mm. finally because yeah. he's like in his eighties. Wow. Um, but there's, like, some fun films that he did in the 2000s, like Glory to the Filmmaker. If you've ever find a copy of that, it's just, mm. like, a, an homage. It's an ode to him as a filmmaker and the goofy shit that he has to deal with, and it's a straight-up comedy. Um, nice. Getting any in the, in the 80s. He also made a video game in the 80s, too, a Nintendo game, which is what? considered one of the most impossible games ever made. Oh, is that the one with the, is that with the big head yeah, that I mean, blows fire? Yeah, I think so. I don't remember what it's called, but if you look at Beat Takashi video game, you'll find it. And it's supposed yeah. to be the one of the most impossible games ever made because he... He intentionally worked with the developers to make it impossible. Oh, like it's just called,
4: just the ultimate ch- challenge.
1: Okay, that's it. Oh, okay, the, yeah.
4: So, oh, you're blown, yeah. you're blowing my tits off here! Holy cow! <laughs> um, uh, well, good thing, good thing
0: I have you on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, what about that part where there's like these two giant blunts that hit him on the side of the face?
1: Oh, and he's not supposed to move his head. He's with the color with his eyes. Oh wait, those are what are those? Are those. They're just big, they're just, you know. They look uh, like big old bloods, dude. Yeah. But they're just like they're two rolls of to- uh, rolls of paper that are being burned at the end. Uh, like he, like he moves incense. his head, it he, okay. burns his freaking face
4: off. Probably just like sage or something. Yeah. Yeah. So smells good, burns. The,
1: the director of this film, and I think the second film, Lone Kar Lao, Long Kar I'm fucking it up, I know. I apologize. I'm an American. I don't really speak Japanese or Chinese or Mandarin <laughs> or Cantonese um so don't get mad at me you fuckers um well he he did drunken master 2 it's probably one of the oh, man. This film um when i see he, he did um executioner shaolin this is why like when i was i wanted to make sure you guys knew the films because it's there's other shaolin films before this there are at the time of disciples and return there were um what's his name there were like um there were other Shaolin 36 chamber films being made um so they kind of well when a film was popular enough in any country in any genre everybody Mm -hmm. kind of you know jumps on it the Shaolin the whole Shaolin thing is a big thing because it was a you know it's it's become like folklore in 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 China that the the Shaolin monks were you know the most unbeatable adversaries of all time um so anything so any of those films were always with with a monk was always a monk from Shaolin um can you imagine
4: if we had that trend with like Catholic priests?
1: Oh no, 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 no! Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Catholic
4: priests very powerful. They can yeah. trick
1: you in anything. Yeah, they can <laughs> trick kids in anything. Yeah.
4: I guess we had that like boondock saints thing, so it's kind of like Catholic yeah. adjacent, like right. post Quentin Tarantino horse shit from the mid '90s. So yeah. that's probably as <laughs> close as we'll get to like the religious Ugh. superhero.
1: He did he he directed Eight Diagram Pole Fighter, which is, is a, a lovely film, another Gordon Lau film. What
0: was that? Eight Diagram Pole Fighter? Eight Diagram Fighter? Pole Fighter. Have you ever see you should you oh, should try yeah. to find that.
1: It's nice. a fun I'm film. That down. Um, and you know, a bunch of other stuff. He did the two dr- Drunken Masters, Drunken Monkey, Target of the Beat, and Martial Arts of Shaolin. The, he worked up until the nineties, up until the 2000s, actually. Um, and then Gordon Lau, everybody who is a kind of a fan of Weird film... Knows him well from the last thing anybody's seen here in the states is the uh, Kill Bill saga, where he pops up as two characters: the the head of the Crazy 88s and the kind of the second in command of the Swords Maker, um, aka Sunny Chiba, um, in both those films.
3: Which
1: mm-hmm. is always nice to see him pop. He you know popping up in those two different little characters. It's like, he shows off his like the, his trueness of how well of a fighter he was, and then how much of a comedic. You know, entity he could be, which is the one thing is people don't particularly care for Tarantino, but when he has an actor that he knows can do both, he does it, which is great. Um, yeah. that's for sure.
4: Ah, uh, yes, the age old thing of is Tarantino co opting things or actually a gateway to doper yeah. shit?
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's all according to what that is.
4: Have a two hour conversation about that and go. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey guys, I'll be, I'll see y'all later. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> But I like, how this, I like how it's sectioned into chambers, and I know I'm, that's it's for, like, what, a 115-minute movie or something like that? Yeah. It's, like, it's the longest of the three. Yes, it is, because like they don't wow. have to explain to you how this whole thing works and how yeah. he established the 36th chamber. Um, exactly. So it's like, you get, you get these long segments of him failing and trying and failing and trying and failing and trying and failing and slowly realizing what he has to do and coming to terms with it, which is great. And you have all these monks pretty much telling him, hey, you know do it again like but this time pay attention what you're doing do it again do it again, and he just stupidly kind of runs through it and fucks himself over every time until he starts to get smart about it which is just a fun thing and then you have a big fight at the end which is it's
0: it's basically rocky four but the montage training scene lasts for like an hour you just stole
4: it i was just gonna say is this better than the rocky four montage
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, did i steal
1: it yes i'm sorry bro (laughs) i I really enjoy all that stuff i think it's i think that's fun because it's it it doesn't take the piss out of it it shows every it shows every chamber for what it is it shows exactly what every chamber is supposed to achieve and then it makes you watch him fuck it up and then do it again and you know and sometimes they do kind of shrink it down but which Most could be time. Incredibly
4: boring but i think that you know between the sense of humor and the fact that they kind of yeah. show him chipping away at it little by little mm-hmm. it's like both humorous but also like yeah. inspiring and i can see why this inspired the wu-tang clan so much because it's like that idea of like getting better and better and you know yeah. making dope beats mm-hmm. and awesome rhymes and all that all that so um mm-hmm.
0: And like yeah. all the um the abbots or whatever they're called the, the yeah. abbot monks, the monks they're all a little different per chamber and they all have different personalities and I kind of like that that they all kind of run different chambers my yeah. favorite one was the the ninth chamber abbot who does the staff techniques cuz they're oh, just yeah. kind of training naturally. They're just kind of training, doing their thing, all in sync. And then he comes out like, ah! he starts like just to beat the trying to beat the shit out of him out of yeah. nowhere. I'm like, you didn't even introduce yourself, bro. Yeah. You just came out like freaking Tasmanian yeah. devil.
1: And you think they would know? They after a while they would get used to it. But it seems like every time they show they show it, they still are all scared shitless of him as he comes out of nowhere. I, I would be terrified. I'm like, ah, yeah. yeah but you think about like the 15th or 16th time that's happened, you'd be like. He's gonna come out of there in like two seconds. Just keep working, keep working, and then block,
0: block, <laughs> it, me, it reminded me of like the Pink Panther where he's always asking yeah. to get sneaked up. <laughs> yeah. That was so good. And some I of the that just
1: that they just sit there. They stand there either at the start of the piece yeah. or the end and go, okay, let's see what you like. This is pretty how it looks, just do it. And they yeah. screw it up and it's like, uh-huh, let's do it again and like fuck.
0: You know, yeah, like the eye guy, the for the eye stuff.
4: Yeah, he's just oh, shit.
1: <laughs> that was, you don't like the eye stuff.
4: <laughs> no, I was like getting a headache.
1: Oh no, the the lights and the everything turning and shit. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. that one's tough. That that
0: was definitely when I was like, all right, let's not spend too much time in the eye room. Let's
1: yeah. let's, let's let's move. <laughs> let's move on. Give this man
4: sunglasses and let's move on.
1: <laughs> He's got twenty twenty
0: vision. Let's go.
1: <laughs> and all and ultimately he achieves what he needs to achieve, and he gets his revenge. On the man who ruined his fa- his his life and family, um, which yep, is great. And general. then the one guy he's he's protecting, he he's you know he pretty much wants to be trained by him. So it kind of holds starts the whole saga all over again. Um, yeah, he starts to um, recruit people. people. Yeah, because that's and he wants and the thirty sixth chamber is the chamber where people who are not training within Shaolin themselves. So they're just completely people who are just you know not working within the other chambers. They just come to this chamber to train with this habit they don't train him. i love that
4: too because it's like there's a whole spiritual spirituality or religion element of the entire thing and he's like mm-hmm. fuck that skip that whole thing and i'm a man of the people i don't care if you're into buddha or not yeah. let's go mm-hmm. let's fucking go
1: exactly but that character kind of changes as the, as the films go it by does. because mm-hmm. he's not he's for the people but you can definitely tell that he especially near the third film he's much more of a character who's he doesn't want to fight he he's there to train people he's not there to to get revenge or anything like that. He's following the ways of the Buddha, which is to be, yeah. you know, kind of, you know, only use your only use your, your abilities when you have to. Yeah. But we'll get to that and, when we get to that.
0: And when you when you look at this, the the finishing move that he does on the general in the end of this first movie, I am I am confident that Bonk's adventure <laughs> is inspired by this movie. Yeah. Right? This is Bonk's adventure, man. It is the God, best I've heard about sixteen also, if you're a rapper and your name isn't Rice Miller Six, what is wrong with you?
4: Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Dude, right. Cool though. Like maybe I'm maybe I'm not like a big like mm-hmm. body martial arts guy, but the yeah. the three section staff is so dope as shit, man. Because like oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I grew up, Donatello was my favorite uh, Ninja Turtle, and it's yeah. like, what if I gave you three staffs? <laughs>
1: Mind blown.
4: That's, that's some technology. Like that's technological advancement right there. So in,
0: <laughs> I didn't know that's what it was called. So in my notes, I just have it called the three pole chuck. <laughs>
4: <laughs> A giant chuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those little dinosaurs that you pour water on and they grow. They just took some chuck and Ooh. pour water on it. <laughs>
0: It is the dopest freaking weapon. Like I played with nunchucks as a kid and I actually got decent. I started on plastics, got to woods. I never got to like the metals, but I was in woods and I was pretty confident with them, me and my buddy, because we were all into Bruce Lee and all that. Well, especially him. And yeah, I love that stuff. Seeing that, that, that freaking weapon was the coolest shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would have wanted one as a kid if I saw this movie, like when I was 10. Yes. Yeah. Right. uh, and then I would have hit my own ball sack. Yeah,
4: I was going to say, it hit me in, hit me in the face. I, I put it away. Oh, oh. <laughs> Reminds me of the roller rollerblade craze in the 90s. I got rolled oh, yeah. really bad one time, and I was like, I'm good. I'm just going to hit you. <laughs> Jesus.
0: <laughs> my rollerblade days are over.
4: Those are good days, man. Street hockey. That was the other part of rollerblading. Oh, oh hell man. yeah.
0: Game on.
4: We should start a podcast <laughs> for Street Hockey League. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go Cross-country.
0: Yeah, okay. We should move more because, guys, we're just sitting here for like an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's why I got up. Okay, so uh, we, roll we, roll. Have anything, we have Sorry. anything else to talk about? We have anything else to say about this film? I'm good. Yeah. Um. Right. Come on. No? Yes? No. no. Okay. So, Brady, you're new here. Yes. I, 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 I don't do numbers. I don't do mustaches. I don't do any of that shit. <laughs> what i do is this you either like it you don't like it that's it i like that and then there's something in the middle but that's that's i usually say if you i like it but you might not like it but that's that's just me anyway
4: okay i liked it you'll like it your grandma will like it your children will like it i'm pretty sure this one joking aside is is like watchable by anybody right I, I think that there's a reason why this has such an appeal in the the states because you don't need to know any of the cultural stuff to get into this movie no. so it's really interesting it's funny it's not it like
1: some some Ch- some chinese kung fu films where they go into a bit of a, a dissertation about the history um, right through this film and you're kind of confused sometimes so this film just goes straight into we're following this character this is right. you, if you want to look them up go ahead find a dictionary whatever just Going crazy, but right. this is the this is who we're doing, and this is what's going to happen. Though.
4: Yeah, and just like Daniel said about Rocky 4 which I watch every Fourth of July, I watch that training montage because it's the most American thing. It makes me feel independent. Um, I, I I I'm assuming we could like find a day to watch the training montage of the entire movie uh, oh, as yeah. a holiday. Gotta gotta find nice. a day.
0: I would love that. Yeah, I um. Yeah, I like it a lot. I do really like it for being like pretty much the first time I've actually seen it beginning to end. Absolutely like it. And I would say because like I think a lot of my listeners, I have some listeners that have seen tons of movies and I have mm-hmm. some that are more cash. You know, they they watch just movies that most people have seen. For those of y'all that have seen most movies that people have seen, if you like Batman Begins, you'll like this. It's a It it, ge- it really digs into the creation of who this character is, what he had to go through, the nitty-gritty training shit and all the, like, fucking philosophical stuff. It's not always my bag, but I absolutely loved it in this movie. It kept me going. I cared about the character. I think um, the homie that plays this guy, I, I don't have his name on the top of my head, but I'm sure Vaughn has it somewhere. Absolutely love him. He has like, such, like, captivating, like, fucking energy about him and you believe in him and also is he not like he's not the main guy right away in the beginning of the movie right or is he like isn't it his friend that's the one that gets into it and then his friend dies and so then he he ends up going to the shaolin Mm -hmm. so yeah i just like that you don't really expect you don't really know who's going to be the final guy (laughs) and uh make it all the way over there and then become the super monk that he becomes so i i quite i quite enjoyed it
1: i like this film and do there is a game called Virtual Fighter Five Ultimate Showdown? It just came out. There's a character in the game that's based on this character, and that's the only character I play because I'm like fuck it. He's a tall. He's taller than the old Gordon Wild, but he's pretty much the same fucking character. Um, it's a film where you can just kind of um, watch. Even though I know there's a lot of people who may be like, oh, I don't want to read subtitles. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, what the fuck? Because you should. I mean, come on. You don't yeah. even need to read the subtitles of this film. You can kind of just gaze out and just watch the action. Because it's yeah. just a, it just pumps so much into it. You know what I mean? Like everything is self-explanatory. Every when he gets to each chamber, it, it explains stuff very quickly. And then we go into his trials and tribulations on how to get through it. And then you get this very wonderful you know, ending and wraps the whole thing around, you know, from the beginning of the story to the end of the story. It's nothing where it leaves it open, even though this is a loose trilogy of films. Um, it's a it's a if you look up the character and you actually you know, look who this person was. You know how much of a achievements the man created. You can understand why people would want to make films about it. Um, it's just totally. it's it's really fun. It's a real fun film. It's on pretty much everything. If you're gonna see it, it's on Netflix. I think Arrow is gonna release it on Blu-ray next week. Are these announced? They're gonna that's release what, it on Blu-ray in two weeks. That's what we're um, all guessing. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing too. That would be awesome. Um,
0: and the uh, the the main the main protagonist Gordon Gordon mm, Lou Gordon Liu, yeah Gordon Liu. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't no, remember his name, but that's what it is.
1: Fine. I know. But he's made a ton I of can. films. And it's like, if you see this, like, like myself, when I was a kid, I saw it and I was like, oh, I have to find everything I could find about him. And I had to wait another <laughs> handful of years until, you know, DVD started becoming more prevalent and, I, and every company and the mother was releasing every weird fucking mm-hmm. Chinese Kung Fu film. And I was like, Oh, I know who that is. And I Just randomly spend all my fucking allowance on Stupid DVDs that sometimes didn't have subtitles. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on, but this is cool. This is awesome.
0: <laughs> he is really captivating. I, I I was glad that he was in all three of these movies, even mm-hmm. though in this next one he's not necessarily the same person. Yeah. No. Well,
1: we're into it. So, right. So hopefully, time. 36, I, I hope
4: Thirty Six Chamber is the Blu-ray release, and also yeah. Virtua, oh, sorry, Fighter, Virtua Fighter Five is free now on PS Plus yes. this month's PS Plus. Yeah. I, get my, I get my ass kicked
1: yeah. by all the damn time but like by, by yeah. kids who are cursing me out but
4: my my uh my, my fighting stick has been gathering dust for a little bit so i might have to buff that out but I'm, i've been trying to save myself for marriage with uh guilty gear survive so
0: and by fighting stick you mean your cock
4: yes exactly <laughs> you can push my buttons right. put on my then, stick.
1: okay let's take a little break
7: Slug from the cannon that ripped through my cousin. No one was standing when the niggas started busting. Blood started to flood the floors by the elevator door. That's the last thing that I saw. Damn, we plan to make grands in our home.
5: Number two. The jagged edge, rock guard, hard stone edge. Ledge, whoever his path is cracked with a sledge. Hammer, who didn't give a damn about the manner. And on the block, he was called by the mamas and the grandmas. Indecent, heathen, true, renowned, delinquent. His weekends was frequently locked inside the precinct. His most recent cake for catching pace was snatching up snakes on the roof but naked They could off like drapes. The Nash was the combination to the safe with the brace. And those who didn't reply, they fell straight to their face. Raise the place sharp, who invades the dark. Invade more spots than space? and knocks. Iron hard like Tony Slarks. A fierce lion, who never leave the grill without the iron. And on the block, he be flinging rocks and ducking from the sirens. Beating niggas he love with a pound and a bear hug. Those who wanna like, it catch a slug from the snug. A 5%, who only knew was 1 to 10. He loved the guards with his heart, but his brain was filled with sin. And when he came through, niggas be looking out. Hope when he gets shot or took an out. Or locked the fuck up in Brooklyn House. In PC, on a liquid diet. But he was louder than a riot i <laughs> Number Yo, two. do the dollars to a nigga named Trigger Bad rude boy from the lands of Jamaica With visions to venture to the U.S. To receive the gold that he couldn't achieve in his country Even though he sold mad weed for the next man Who was the dawn of the clan Niggas acting like they got the block locked Like I can't sling drug raps and eat food But I be the rudest Bad boy stepping gun token. Shots lash out like a violent explosion at the nigga Who tries to stop my production In a Venus senior then slow up the cream None of that black East New York gun talk Niggas I start from ball chick to boardwalk walk Memories of injuries, wounds and burns Walking through the streets of my demon I stand firm cause I know this Which means I can hold mine down without a doubt Niggas who front, get snuffed out Justice must be born, there's no escape Cause a snake can't be reformed So I wait, coming in the
2: name To proclaim your fame for protection And you don't know no fucking lessons Bad, bad Leroy Brown Baddest man in the whole damn town. Better than the deep blue sea. Better than you and me. Niggas coming through the trees like a salamander. Biting like a piranha. But I'm biting your back like a black panther. The style I'm amping the. Fuck my name. Who I be. Fuck the game. It's all about the money. those times to get high with the meth, then I turn to the killer beast. When they come twelve o'clock, I turn into the demon beast. Yeah, don't fuck that shit.
7: Yeah, show two. these motherfuckers what time it is. Number two.
2: Well, days can When I come with the roughness My niggas try to rust this Slipping to my legs There's ways in their habits When I try to You should correct this They call for the kill But it's now the kill When I drop the greatest skills But the same will tell I don't need to no more Niggas, no Yo yeah. To all the Wu-Tang Clan Mothers The ghost space killer The juzzer The rizzer The old dirty bastard The method man The chef Ray
1: one, Inspector Jack, you gone. Okay, uh, Return to thirty six chambers, nineteen eighty, same director, same star. Um This time it is a well, it's a it's a, an issue with a, a dying mill. Uh, like okay, a cl- let's a talk. Let's, dying let's, mill. let's talk about the teeth.
0: Let's what? <laughs> let's talk about the teeth. You don't you don't even let Vaughn get through the initial. <laughs> stuff, so, it's, so, so, this,
1: so it starts out with a, an issue with a, a fabric dyeing mill some yeah. some some uh, what the moo the are uh, our, our overall evil villains of the film uh, are brought yeah. in the Manchus um, to kind of oversee things a couple of the workers are arguing in a in a, in a bar one night this uh, con man local con man dresses a monk kind of you know they see him they realize that he looks just like Sense. Son too. And they're like, oh yeah. So he runs with it, and yeah. chaos ensues, or just shit. Shit goes down really bad. <laughs> um, and he decides to go to to the thirty sixth chamber and pretty much demand to be trained, um, and just silliness ensues in there. Pretty much. That's how. it's it, kind of a basic. It's, like, it's yeah. It's definitely a comedy, or uh, yeah, more of a straightforward comedy than this time. And the really fact that he is. doesn't really play the he doesn't play the character he plays an impersonator for a con man playing the character um and he's just a complete like 180 shifts. even the
0: even the stakes are way lower like we're talking about a, a fabric dye warehouse yeah, this is about labor issues and the last movie was like freaking like national <laughs> cultural yeah. battle of they're kill- they're
1: of- killing people because of their because of their beliefs and this one they're just they're giving them the fucking you know the stiff arm because they're not doing yeah. the right job properly anymore and they're not letting them go
0: on strike they nope. try to go on strike and instead i Do mean you can mean you best imagine best? trying to go on strike and then like they're like well we'll break your legs so
4: <laughs> it's pretty hardcore yeah. yes yeah. i watch newsies so that's exactly what happened
0: <laughs> yeah christian bell got his fucking leg broken like a little bitch into the <laughs>
1: Yes, I belong to a union. I understand these things from the history. Yeah.
0: After he broke his leg, he was like, Alfred! Alfred. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. So Brady, what do you what do you what do you think about this, man? This turn of like of of, of pace and of like feel. Like I it kind of mm. threw me off a little bit.
4: Yeah, I wasn't really down with this movie for the first 20 minutes, but as soon as it gets to the training w- where it's not so it is the training is in a similar format, but it's clearly making fun of itself and yeah. the legacy of the first movie. Mm-hmm. When he does the, the hair washing scene when he gets all the shit in his hair, yeah,
1: well the, the, I, I the wig he's goddamn. wearing
4: him. yeah I, <laughs> I lost my goddamn mind because he's like flying through like okay. So he takes a rock and he is like throwing it into this well and then the water splashing up and he gets to a point where he gets so strong that he like clean and jerks this rock and throws it down, splashes it and then dives across the well to get the maximum amount of water on the surface area of his head. And I was like, cool, I'm back in it. I'm back in this movie.
1: <laughs> but I, I like I, the way that starts because yeah. it's, they get, they, those fucking the, those the people, the people work in the fabric dyeing mill, get their asses handed to them. Yeah, the yeah they're, they're workers. Like, even like, yeah. even like even the, even our con man uh, Gordon Lyle gets his ass kicked, and he vows to kind of get re- you know vows to go to the temple to you know get you know get better, but they get yeah. their they like they come back and they're fucking they got they got crutches they're all fucking bandaged up they look like they've been through a fucking cyclone, and you're like, was holy shit,
4: for, yeah, and I was worried for a minute because they they do this gag for the first few minutes where they intentionally play up him being this awesome martial artist, and so yeah. they'll go flying around like he's doing all sorts of mystical fireball shit on them. Right. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, no, this is going to be the entire movie. I don't know if I can handle this gag for...
0: Yeah, whatever. I wouldn't want a yeah. bunch of fake Hadoukens the
1: entire... Thing. Yeah. yeah, and then he gets his ass kicked, and it's like... Yeah, which was cool. I and was they, like, And yeah. they realized that he's a fraud. They realized pretty much it was a fraud before the fight starts, but they're like, they're like, well, we got no choice now. We have to use them. Yeah. Like, fuck.
0: Yeah. And the Manchus were like the they fell for it but it was the main the main boss the big, big yeah. boss he was like mm, did you ever actually fight this guy he was like well we saw him fight other people yeah mm-hmm. so i really do like the bit I, I like the bit and i love the fact that it's like oh i'm a really good actor because mm-hmm. it it does come into play because it was if it wasn't for that charm and that acting skill that he has he would mm-hmm. never have been able to work his way into the temple right, right. You know Definitely. what i mean so it kind of works mm-hmm. story-wise that way you know as part of the narrative so i guess you got to I mean, kind of take it in order for the movie to
1: yeah it it, it works because you have this character who's who's you know he's a con man he's fucking with these people and when he gets his ass kicked and they all say and they all fuck, pretty much write him off and he yeah. feels he feels bad for what he's done to these people that they've ultimately you know this is the weird thing about a con man con men usually don't feel terrible for the people they their marks mm-hmm. But yeah. since he's got them he got them pretty much almost murdered, he, he vows to kind of, you know, to, to do better. Um, and then he changes his whole life and goes to the temple. And, you know, we get... The, the one thing that, that bugged me about the film is that it's Gordon Lau playing a different character who's pretending to be a different person, right? And we have a different actor playing the actual Sante, monk in this film, you know, yeah, right. playing Tae, which I know these films weren't made for a lot of money. Like, they weren't huge because they're all done in, in the Shaw Brothers studios, so they're all like on sets and you know we could clearly see it's sets because it's just painted backdrops and mm-hmm. you know it's it's awesome because it almost gives us this different feel these to these films. Yeah yeah you know? it's impressive for what it is for yeah. sure. But you they clearly could have done some kind of you know make him you know maybe get a maybe get a body double that look similar to him and do the whole I'm playing the character but I'm playing fake you know I'm playing fake. You know, that yeah. kind of thing, because it would have worked so much better if you saw him as the monk on um, and then him playing this kind of bumbling con man character, because when he walks up to him and he's kind of, you know, just not flabbergasted by it, but he's just like, huh, the fuck's this guy want to do? Really?
3: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and you meet that and you meet the guy who's playing him and you're like, mm. like, they could have just had Gordon Lau play this character twice. Yeah, it I could have worked. I, I didn't really like Because he's not because Disante. the thing is, is not in there a lot. He's only right. he, he's, he's he a, just walks through the corridors. Yeah. He's just walking around. So he's not even, yeah, he's just got his hands folded the whole time, just asking his other, you know, his the men below him what's going on. And like, you know, kind of just having small talk. And you're like, okay, this could have been Gordon Lau. You know, and it would have made so much more sense as an actual sequel, because I feel like the next one is a more of a straightforward sequel to the 36 chambers of challenge than this one is
4: yeah i literally didn't think about this until this conversation even though i watched the goddamn movie it's like (laughs) the equivalent of like hugh jackman is wolverine and also in the next movie he's nightcrawler it's like cool i don't understand who this (laughs) new wolverine is yeah it doesn't make any
1: sense yeah and it's it's, really freaking weird and it's definitely it's definitely taking the piss out of the whole kind of like we're gonna do all these chambers but then they must have heard back from the from the audiences and the critics, like it took you an hour to do all the chambers. Why don't we do it in like 20 minutes? So, okay, we'll do it in 20 minutes. Um, like, and, they, <laughs> and you would definitely tell this guy kind of has a a lot more brains in his head than San T did when he was mm-hmm. training. You know, he can, he figures out, because he's a con man, he can figure out that this is the way you have to do it. You know, and he Yeah, thinks-
0: and they also kind of show, even when he's a con man and he's mm-hmm. pretending to be a uh, Shaolin monk. yeah he's doing some stuff that kind of shows like he's kind of a chosen one because he's able to do certain things and he's very smooth. He jumps very high. So it was almost like he has the attributes, but he needed to learn the skills. Right.
1: But the the, workers at the fabric mill are clearly fucking like rubes. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. they They just know that this is the job they have to do. And that's all they do. And when they meet someone who they've heard stories about, because he's he's pretty much a, a, a hero, a folklore hero by this time,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and within the fel- within the films or probably within the country that they're so like they just see a guy who looks similar to him, and he's wearing the same shit. It's just like you you know, somebody walked up to you and thought you were somebody else. <clears throat> you know? I thought
4: it was clever though the the training instead of like going through all the gauntlets and all that mm-hmm. shit, he kind of watched it from the periphery as he was like doing scaffolding on the the temple. So there was yeah. a lot of learning through observation that was mm-hmm. kind of
1: different. Yeah, it was fun. So- that was fun. I liked, I liked when, he had, when it transitioned and then it goes back That's to the best part. fight at the end. It's just like we have, yeah. to, we have to resolve the beginning of the story. It seems like this is with all these films. Um, yeah. They well, did a so good job
0: of showing that he could do everything once he gets into a little altercation or actually a pretty big altercation with Sante and he's chasing him around the entire chambers yeah. and while he's chasing him, he does all the freaking, all the different exercises that they need to do and yep. And you realize, oh, crap, like this guy actually does know his shit. But then I really like that the movie does this where because he's pissed off that Sante does not want to train him. He's like, yeah. get the hell out of here. I don't want anything. Take, go ahead and take down the scaffolding and get the hell out of here. And he's so pissed off. He's like, no, I want to train. So then Sante chases him around. Eventually, he gets out and, he, and Sante kicks him out. And then he does like a little smirk like. Yeah, I didn't want you to be a monk because I need you to go. You're gonna go out there and you're gonna you're gonna avenge
1: yourself. You're gonna prove yourself, yeah.
0: Yeah, because monks can't go out there and like kill people and like do like hardcore shit like that. Yeah, that's so. I think a part of him was like, I he learned the skills, he's gonna go and use them. Yeah, definitely. You
4: know? It's also the he is surprised by his own body. It's kind of the Jackie Chan thing, right, mm-hmm. Jackie. And took that mantle where he's like surprised Mm -hmm. at his own like by
1: like like 1980s, Chan Jackie Chan had made a name for himself. Yeah, but he'd been more as motion as an in martial arts films and stuff like that. He'd been transitioned to the kind of like city you know, Mm -hmm. those kind of films and whatnot like that until around 82 or 83. But by that time, Drunken Master and all those other films had come out, Snake and Eagle Shadow, and it's really shown that you know he can do the comedy and the action. Yeah. And it seems yeah. like the Shaw Brothers were just trying because by the '80s, even though they had still been making you know tons of movies every year, you know, pretty much by the by the late '80s they were gone. So this is like a pinnacle. It's like you know they brought back a character that people really you know that that character in that film and played by that actor was really a big success. So mm-hmm. they waited two years, and I guess it didn't do well enough because they waited another four, five years to put this film out, the next film out. So it's like, <clears throat> yeah.
0: Also, uh, he, he calls this new way of fighting scaffolding <laughs> kung
4: fu or, so like yeah. <laughs> fu or something like that. Scaffolding fu or something like that. I yeah, thought yeah, he yeah. should have
0: called it <laughs> <laughs> <You're an laughs> either way yeah, it's impre- <laughs> Either way, it's I love it. I love the idea of like a guy who's just really good at tying knots and Mm -hmm. Kung Fu he's like (laughs) he just like he just tying foods together like it is so dope this this whole fight sequence at the end makes all the bullshit in the beginning
1: so worth it. yeah definitely
4: like the scaffolding is bamboo so I prefer the name Bam Fu (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh my god we're just gonna do
4: puns this whole time Vaughn
1: yeah I can tell yep 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 Jesus
4: ugh so Daniel tried to introduce the teeth like ten to fifteen minutes ago. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's talk about
1: that. So let's talk about the teeth. Yeah,
0: what is was that supposed to be like? Hey, this is
1: a comedy, so we're gonna have this guy with stupid yeah, the teeth, the big buck teeth, which was yeah. almost like the point where he couldn't even close his mouth because they're so fucking big. Yeah,
0: were they trying to take it back? Because I know that in America, and a lot of times in racist propaganda, yeah, they would Chinese use are... those kind of teeth like that for the for... squinty
1: eyes and big teeth. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I I was curious. I was very curious. It seemed like something that would be used but, in some that, kind of like. But
1: the you thing know. is with that character, he's like the Rubius of the rube. Of all yes, of them. he's the slapsticky.
6: He's, yeah. the one,
1: he's the one, even when after he gets his ass kicked, he still believes that this guy is who he is. Even though he has pretty much that, changed. That actor is impressive, though, because
0: mm-hmm. he does a lot of crazy physical shit throughout the yeah. whole mm-hmm. movie to kind of be like the comedic Um Uh, you know he's 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 definitely the humor in the movie and he does a lot of crazy stuff people are always throwing him around and shit and flipping him around because he tries to fight he's very brave he just isn't good at fighting (laughs) he's always going out there and trying to stand up for his friends and shit and I actually did like his character a lot but I'm like we don't need that we don't need it he would have been just as good without the teeth it does not like it made him funnier
4: yeah, it's almost like they saw Mickey Rooney in Breakfast at Tiffany's, and they're like, "What if we took that, like you said, Daniel, take it back and make it our own?" So, like for me, I was, you I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking like, okay, this character is going to be around for 15 minutes because, like, this is a visual gag that it works for that long. And then mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, he's in the entire well, goddamn
0: movie. He's a main yeah. character. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of screen time,
1: but it's definitely like the, it's definitely the goofball sidekick type of thing. You know what I mean? Even though our main character is a goof, but he's trying to prove himself, this character is just there. You no. Know. <laughs> well, if we were reviewing
4: if we were just reviewing the teeth, I'd say, fuck the teeth. I don't want yeah, the teeth. We don't need the fucking teeth. He, he's great the way he no, is. It's, it's
1: a little it's overboard. Yeah, definitely.
0: It's it's a little overboard. I think they were trying to maybe make fun of some of the stuff that that they've seen in, in other countries mm-hmm. and being like, see, we don't care. You know, yeah, we yeah. can do it in our own movies. Right. But um they definitely didn't need it. I would have rather than put a weird wig on him right. or something, you know, which they do have a lot of dope ass wigs in these movies and also a lot of great mustaches, by the way.
4: It's true. <laughs> Not as cool as cool as ours, though. <laughs> hey, fun, you should get a mustache.
0: There is a lot of facial hair in this show, guys. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't I don't have a whole have bunch, a-
4: but y'all two
0: have a lot of <laughs> facial hair. <laughs>
1: i have a mustache he's i mean
0: honestly uh brady's mic is so big he looks like uh, the guy from home improvement behind the fence there he is <laughs> look at that face
1: i have a mustache brand, he's you got a hell of a
0: stash anyway.
4: i'm covering up my face because i'm i'm shy
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah right hiding yeah. behind the mic <laughs> He hides behind the mic.
4: Oh wait! I know this conversation has been had ad nauseum in the universe, but is yeah, can you have a mustache with a beard? Because don't you have a beard, Vaughn? Not, and therefore, you can't have a mustache. I have or a mustache. mustache part. I'm not am I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not a goddamn Amish person. I can't have a mustache. <laughs> what are you talking about? So
4: okay. No, no, no. no I'm saying. I'm
1: saying. Is I this used to. I, norm, I normally shave this. I normally shave this off. I normally shave it off, but everybody kind of yells at me and calls me a Mormon. Um no, not Mormon. No, no an Amish person. I'm like, yeah, okay. We live in Jersey. There are no Amish in Jersey, men, men and nights, maybe in South Jersey, but not, no, just, just get away from me. I'm like, eh. So for, so for the podcast, uh-huh.
0: I will honor a mustache if it is prominent amongst the beard. Cause have you ever seen somewhere that you could just tell yeah. without the beard, the mustache should be dope as fuck. I think Brady, you're definitely in that arena. Mm-hmm. Um, That, that is uh. That is someone that we were like, yeah, let's do that. Let's put that on the show. So,
4: got it. So, yeah. a mustache is attached to a beard, but independent, the mustache is, is as long as it's attached to the beard, it can, yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and I haven't plugged my show in this episode yet. <laughs> so, I'm just talking about it, and people are like, what? The, why is he talking about mustaches can, for no if, reason? If
1: you guys remember the whole thing, I'll let you plug later. Stop sucking <laughs> your ass. Hey, yeah. I know
0: I know but it's yeah. just weird that we
1: I'm making it up. We got we got 3 hours to go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hope
4: you don't hey, work hey, tomorrow. Hey,
1: hey no, we get there, there baby. Week. I'm off this week so I'm uh... good. <laughs> All right. Um do we have anything else? Um I uh, do
0: like the final sequence. So you want to touch on the final sequence, Brady? Yeah, go ahead. Or I
1: was
4: going you know, to the go, go there as well. So it seems like the it was that wasn't on a sound stage. It seemed like that was out in the open on like a sandy dune or like a beach or whatever. And that's where they are fighting with benches. Yes. So yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of twisting and twirling and and handstanding on on benches, and it's. Uh, I don't know if there was a movie prior to this that did that, but it it, it stuck out as a notable.
1: Well, there's definitely a lot of push. Chumbara films in the '70s where it's like two guys running in the beach with swords, you know, going ape shit on each other. So it's, co- fuck it fuck could it's be a, it could be something reminiscent of that. Yeah, but just with up- benches. Yeah, what the, the, park fuck the is Shambara, park yeah, I said Shambara. What, what is that? <laughs> it's samurai films. What the hell you think you know, like Shogun Assassin and oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, What the fuck okay. do you think I'm talking about? Are you okay? I don't I don't know. Was, it's like, did you eat dinner yet? Probably not, because I probably dragged you right out. Like, you just got home, put pants on, and went. Dude, we didn't watch right Chinese there. films without the subtitles like you did as a kid, bro. I'm sorry, I have a I have a little bit of a problem. I don't know. If you for noticed, those of y'all,
0: for those of y'all who can't see Vaughn, he's wearing a kimono right now, dude. Like. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> are, y'all gonna are you going to believe me? Are you going to believe him? Come
1: on. I'm wearing a lovely Mister Freedom shirt. It's- so. He goes, no. Is that <laughs> um, one of the
4: American Gladiators?
1: No, it's a William Klein film from 68. You should check it out. If you haven't seen it, you should check all it out. Right, right. It's a nice oh, actually, piece of bad imperialism in America. and whatnot. I was actually.
4: just bullshitting, but I actually do think they, the American Gladiators costumes were based off of that movie, weren't they? Because he's Maybe. got like the it's like a football, like pads and a helmet. Ah, yeah.
0: yeah, totally. Then
4: yeah, yeah. and bullshit is reality,
0: dude. And you brought up gl- gladiators earlier. Holy shit! Wow. This is, it's all interconnected, bro. The
1: falling apart.
0: It is all interconnected. Too many, what, too what, many shows. Vaughn, what were you showing us? Were those your porn collection? What was that? Bro,
1: that's, just, that's just everything over there.
0: Oh, look at all that. That's proof, that's proof. That's proof. That's
1: the proof that I can get. Proof I can get the ladies. That's, it. that's what that shows
0: <laughs> Yeah 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 proof he gets all the ladies he's like look at this collection yeah what do you want to watch and you want to watch
1: really something really bad or really something good
0: Oh. Wait, the over. kind of guy that brings you over for a movie and he's actually watching it as opposed to getting
1: some well it's all according to what kind of movie <laughs> <laughs> i'm bored i'm bored quick five seconds in, we're going to town
0: okay all right all right, all right. Five seconds.
4: <laughs> that's what you say to him you turn to him and say you want to go to town
1: Yeah, then we go to the shop part. Um, We go to the market. Um, (laughs) Don't worry, we'll we'll
0: catch you know we'll we'll catch part of the movie. We'll catch the good parts of the movie. Would you like to copulate now or at the credits? (laughs) 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 Copulate. Uh, uh so um yes I love this movie with the fucking the fucking tying shit. I love that he takes him to a construction site and it's like this is where this is where I was born, this is where I know how to use my powers of tying bamboo stuff. I just love all that shit. It's so good. Yeah. I it, think it, as a f- it makes the movie good because I was yeah. not digging it at first.
1: Right. I, I think as a film by itself, if it wasn't like return to 36 chambers, it was something else. I think it yeah. would be a much more enjoyable film. You're right. Being kind of the second film in a loose trilogy, it doesn't that I'm doesn't like really that. work. But like Gordon Lau as a as a performer and the story itself actually is, you know, it's quite enjoyable. This guy who, you know, he's, you know, a con man who has to prove himself to these people he's wronged. Um, it, that really works. But just the fact that it's, you know, it's returned to thirty six chamber is like uh no, maybe you guys should have renamed this something else. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, well, it was the
4: first one of the trilogy that I watched for this episode because mm-hmm. I'd seen the first one multiple times. Right. So I think the fact that I hadn't seen the first one in years probably allowed me to enjoy this one more because I didn't yeah. have that immediate dopeness just seared into my brain. Ah,
0: uh, right. yes, yes. So I'm in order, and it definitely was a sort of like, what the. F- fuck is yeah. happening this is well, like the comic book version i watched
1: yeah. the first one and then t- and then sent you and then jumped in your dms to two of you guys and was like let's do this and i just was like it's like fuck just the other and i watched the other ones like this week so i was like uh yeah all right let's do this i didn't even watch them before <laughs> i even said no I- well that's how it is sometimes like I-, I have some people on here i haven't even watched the movies and i'm like yo let's just do this yeah 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 great <laughs> awesome good. let's go they're easy. Wa- I will say this one was easy to watch.
0: I felt like it went by fairly fast because it, it moves a little bit more. There's not so much like being yeah. in a room and watching mm-hmm. him train. Right. And it does go by pretty quick. I, I, I liked seeing um. this is like 10 minutes shorter. And I like seeing Gordon Lou being a little bit different. You know, he's more charismatic in this one. He's mm-hmm. more playful. And yeah, you know, it's it's a good time. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're not in the what do we think yet, but I, I i mean, I'd like what he did in this do one.
1: you want to transition into that? We can.
0: I I like, I actually like it. So I was starting to feel because, you know, unlike Brady, I was watching it. I was watching. I did watch the first one first. So it did feel like I don't like this. I was super annoyed for a while. Yeah. And then I started watching it. And then when I thought it, and when I think in retrospect and then talking about it with y'all, mm-hmm. I like it, man. Right. I, it's just like you said. I think you're right, Vaughn. Would have been better if it was his own, if it was just its own thing, not part of the whole trilogy.
1: Yeah, especially, but like I said, especially of the fact that if Gordon Lau was playing both characters, I think I'd be more into it. That would have been dope. Because it would then actually be a more, you know, it'd be a continuation. It wouldn't be really a trilogy, but like a sequel, but it would just be like a continuation of the first film. Just give us a different, you know, main character, have him just lying in the background. But him playing, still playing that same character. Because he really could have done that. It just, maybe yeah. it was just, it was budget restraints or something like that who knows or maybe just a shaw brothers going we don't want the same guy playing twice you know who who knows who could have been production or whatever um but it could have been done and i and i would have definitely been like all over it i mean i do i like this film and like i said it's a caveat if you really enjoy the first film and you've never seen this before you may be um like at the like the first 20 30 minutes you may be going uh. yeah kind of cringy Uh, in the beginning yeah and it's and it may turn you off but if you keep when you keep with it and it's only what i think 96 minutes or something like that yeah it's It's like 10 minutes shorter than the first film yeah Um, and then the film after the second film was 10 minutes shorter than this one um a lot of action too yeah
0: um not the best action but like you know because you see a lot of just the workers getting their asses kicked but still
1: it's action yeah Yeah. and and, but it's like it's like again with the first film it's an overall story we get a result we get the resolve of the bad guys you know taken out by the end of the film, which is always, uh, you know, makes me very happy when I can watch a film and be like, all right, you know, the bad guy loses. That's great. You know, even though I'm a big fan of films where the the, the hero dies at the end of the film. I love those films. Just oh, it gets me so, gets me so worked up. Um, when you see the guy, the guy you've been rooting for the whole damn time, he just dies. Like, oh, fuck, yeah. No one's, you. no one, there's no happy endings. Yeah, Life is, yeah! It's like, all right, all right, all right what are you th- that's the best. Yeah, it is. It's that's great. It's why, that's
4: great. I, met Daniel. I was like, hey, here's this movie that you oh, yeah. want to know who I am. Here's bring me that. Head of yeah, I was
1: going to say that you are speaking Brandy's fucking language compared okay. to the movie he bring brought to my show. Bring me the head of Fredo Guess It's probably one of my favorite films of all time. Yeah.
4: Jesus, yeah. of You're course smart. it is. Mm-hmm. You're smart. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, big brain. No. So, yeah, what I think of Old Dirty Bastards Return to the 36 Chamber from 1995 is shimmy shimmy uh and brooklyn zoo or no just kidding um i uh i i agree i think that the first 20 minutes i was pretty nervous that it wasn't um gonna be any good but then it yeah. settles in and like i said already the hair washing for some reason that hair washing just yeah, got me. that
1: was like, that's a fun. Scene. i think it's
4: because i don't have any hair so i'm like oh yeah wash the fact
1: that, that like his his big contributor is that he, he's a bit he can he can weave so all yes. that bamboo weaving that he does is like Oh yeah. It's like, oh okay, this is mesmerizing. Yes. Different. Yeah. Yeah.
4: So um yeah, the movie the movie goes on to be good. So I, I recommend it, but um mm-hmm. don't have your expectations too high. Yeah,
0: definitely. Agreed.
6: 我们是元宵佳姐
8: a beast or a priest or a monster from a scary fairy tale triple x movie you don't know me very well do you why strong new aftertaste why mayonnaise change smoke and beaties to the brain broken completely hop up on the street, work out workout eat Wheaties Greedy for cheese Please most couldn't fathom Had him in a cobra clutch When he spat the mad hem Gems Collections of plaques timbs and hat Had no time for the pity pat I give him that The rhythm hit him back With a right hook Shook it off Caught a shine I thought it was alright Look uh. Depends on the shades The end of days Phase Poses on the days On stage Doom melees Heated up Microphone Microwave Mayonnaise Stone wave is strange But it matters not tuned into a frequency tone On the shadow rock Hold it down like Shatland do Spock Rapper jocks, need to put a sock in your chatterbox Black got line, five, stock Folks gather round, it's no joke, like knock knock It's them, came home to road shawl And transformed the game into the rules of football. Any questions, him could squeeze up from a penny in a recession Keep guessing, it get deeper than depression The power of suggestion, wake a sleeper, pink the lessons Dig that beat, ripped it with metal fingers Stomped it with big black feet and you know what they say, cut the hay. Resistance is skewed out, get assimilated like today. Salt gray, metallic with a ruby stone. Dude like the type of dude you could write a movie on. Hardcore, did his own stunts, with his own rhymes, split his own blunts. Once in a while, every other minute. Eyes wide, Popeye, heavy on his finish. Steady about his business and ready with an L-pitch. Keep a bad business like Danny Goose and niche. No tricks, just a shitload of spit and sneeze. G stacking up over rack and hitting fees. Rappers like the gay club striptease, with hippies on the hip, saying, hey, bum, griptease. He's screaming for attention, beaming the dimension of a scary demon convention. You can cut the tension with a switchblade and serve it on the same tray your hors d'oeuvres a witch maid. Persuaded the chambermaid to better pay check on the get naked game of spades. Straight up, no chaser, no layaway, strong new appetites, the microphone mayonnaise.
4: Very on brand. Yeah, yeah I'm for the movie, not you. I'm a silly ass, what
1: can I tell you? Um, okay, so last <laughs> film of it's the called night. Synergy. Sorry. No, last film of the night. Disciples of the 36 Chambers, 1985, written and directed by Long Carlyle, starring Gordon Liu and ooh, what the hell is his name? I'm going to... Ha, um, so this is... A, this, so this film is about a guy named Fong Uh I know, right? I'm fucking this up. I don't care. Um, I like it. Who is a very gifted... Um, Kung Fu artist. He's a martial artist, a very gifted martial artist, but he's also a big troublemaker um, and can't seem to keep his hands out of the pots of just causing problems for his parents and his Mm -hmm. you know, for for the Hans, which is his you know, lineage, whatever the fuck it is. Um, So again, the Manchus are are uh, the big adversary of these films.
4: Fucking Um, Manchus, man.
1: Damn Manchus. And there are rival schools um, and our fr- our good old uh, Fong Yixi Luke, I um, am going to keep saying this wrong every time. I don't care. <laughs> it's
0: called um, Fong. Yeah, it's called I Fong. Fong, Fong,
1: Yeah. Um, he uh, what is it? he can't stop from just tr- causing trouble and causing issues with oh. his family and the other t- and the other the other school that's pretty much right across the same bridge in the small little fishing spot that they have. Um, to the point where they, he steals like a, a golden c- carp from them starts havoc and just you know but he's a very gifted martial artist he seems to know inside and out and when the, begin, the film begins we have this kind of introduction to him you know, this is the only film in the yeah. whole thing where, where you actually explain the main character of how much of a kind of troublemaker but how much of a good artist he is a uh, martial artist he is because in that scene we actually show him being fighting or fighting against yeah kind of in a tournament um, against other uh forms that of was of a rad
4: rights. open that was a rad opening
1: i yeah.
0: love that opening that i think that's the best opening out of all of them i, f- I like the first one too but this one i
1: is... like the first one because i think it's just it's interesting to see gordon loud do the 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 the, the rings you know that's yeah. a, just a, such a cool looking um visual but it didn't really go with anything it legend pretty- tells he had three
0: rings on the on his wiener too
4: <laughs> you're circumcised three times what are you trying to say <laughs>
1: anyway continue (laughs) so feng's parents decide to bring him to sung tea um because his the 36th chamber is close to where they are and they seem to he seems to walk through and has a kind of a relationship with his parents um so they decide to bring him to 36th chamber and him and his brothers which is a, a a great thing about Chinese cinema. It seems like anybody who's close, like if you're a, close, a group of men who are close, they're all brothers, regardless if they're related or not. Um, and they're tied together, literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a great scene. So, so he keeps causing troubles. Yes, he's learning his, he's learning his, um, his, his uh, I guess Mandarin, uh, writing Mandarin on paper to the point where the, um, which I, I love the scene. You, you see him doing it with these little kids. Learning how to write it, and all the kids are doing it great, and he's just doing it sloppy as fuck, um, to the point where the teacher tight binds his legs and his arms to his, his arms to his waist and his legs down by, you know, and causes just force him to do it properly, which he doesn't yeah. particularly care for. I, he, you know, he protests like a motherfucker about it.
0: Yeah, I thought it was like a Billy Madison situation. I'm like, what
1: are these older kids mm-hmm. with all these little kids? You, yeah, right. you can see that there, there's two rooms. All his brothers and his friends are on the They're other side. They're with the older. They, They've clearly mastered what they have to master, and, they, and he's stuck with the kids because he's kind of like being right. held back because he his
0: academics are like way
4: behind. Well, his it's his, a his subtle, it's a very subtle his,
1: his handwriting isn't that great, and it, you, you can't really understand. The teacher even says you can't understand what you're writing. here. I don't. I, you, it needs to be exactly the way it is. The way it, it's the way it's written, you need to re- rewrite it, and oh. that's why he binds them to the thing. And you get this really, you get one of the. I think one of the great. As the start of the film, one of the funner kind of uh, fights where he's where his arms are bound and his legs are tied down, and he has to pretty much fight off a bunch of Manchus. Um,
0: oh, when he goes to their um, kind of like dojo um, martial arts, yeah,
1: area, I, yeah, gymnasium. Because yeah. he's he's know,
0: looking that. he's looking for the monk, which is played um, by Gunn Lao. Yeah, by Gun Lao, and so he comes
1: back. So this is yeah. so this film to it's me, cool. it feels more like a, a straight up sequel to it. Uh, does the first film? Um, because like i said because gordon Lau plays the character and he plays it this time by this time he is a much more you know he is a monk he is the the leader of this group he trained his his the people who have come before him his disciples for him are now training the newer disciples and so on he just kind of roams around um seeing how everything's going seeing how everything's being run and kind of is like you know the boss of the whole place um, yeah he's
4: the, he's the administrator yeah he's the yeah. A, he's
0: the abbot of the whole Like place. he now seems much you can tell he's been doing this for a bit like yeah. he is established
1: yeah and he's not there's no the, the, the whole span of uh, religion of the Buddha has taken full effect in him where he does not fight, he does not perform he will not use his his uh, his knowledge of martial arts for anything but when it has to actually ha- when it actually has to use mm-hmm. he will not kill. You know, all that stuff. It's it's kind of something that's pounded into Fong constantly. Uh, when, when he actually when he makes it over to the 36th chamber, you know, um, you're not supposed to do your 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 martial arts for anyone. It's something that you train yourself to to be aware of. And you know, you don't just do it. You know, you don't perform, you don't do tournaments, all that stuff. If you if you come here, you have to follow these rules. And Fong is not particularly fond of these rules. He figures out a way to get out a couple of times. <laughs> Which is, I can't fucking stand this guy.
0: I, oh, yeah. Well, you, I, you, you definitely, it, it,
1: you, you, the thing is, you, this character is definitely this kind of cocky. I hate head. him so much. And I was really hoping by the end of the film, especially what that you would with, like him. No, no, by the end of the film, what happens with him at, by the end of the film is that he will actually get what he deserves, which is he, he gets his ass kicked or he dies, right? Because he's, yeah, even though, even though he's a very charismatic character, you don't like I didn't like him.
0: No, I hate him throughout the entire movie. And I would think the movie was wanting me to like him. And I'm like, yeah, this is all- like Bart Simpson, but not funny. Like, wait a like second, game.
4: Daniel. Uh-huh. I I see you as a fun kind of character. So is this self hatred? <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> what is you
1: he all, like, <laughs> now, now, yeah, you know, Brady's all Let's getting like on. you know, freaking Doctor Phil and shit in here. No, <laughs> he is getting no. Doctor
0: Phil on me and shit. He's going to try to make me cry this podcast son of a bit. <laughs> uh, but no, I I thought he did a great job with the character. Yeah. If, if, if i was supposed to not like him he did a really good job in the beginning right. mm-hmm. but then i thought at some point throughout the movie he, there would be some pivot of his character and then it'd be like oh look at him he is risen he is now matured. Right. he right, right. is the same fucking piece of shit right from the very first second to the very last second yeah. of this movie and i'll give the movie that they are at least consistent with this character with funk's <laughs> character yeah because holy shit, this guy's a fucking piece yeah. of shit brat.
1: Even when he comes to the chain, when he goes and he starts training, he is, he doesn't really care. And there's right. that whole scene where he's through the training with the benches and he's just standing, like he's got one foot on the bench and he's kind of just slowly watching them oh. before Sun T comes in to kind of show him you know, that he should be doing this. And it's ultimately, it's ultimately like kind of story like the first, the second film, where you have this character who, yeah, doesn't particularly want to train, but he has to. Because yeah. he's doing this as a favor to his mother, because he knows what's going to be. He continues to, if he continues to mess, up, you know, muddle around and fuck, and fuck around with the hunt with the and shoes, something bad's going to happen. You know, they're going to invade and they're going to fuck shit up, right? Because there's kind of a war, there's like a truce in a way, right? But with him constantly meddling and constantly getting into fights, it's just pushing the Huns. And the Huns are pretty much, you know, they want blood at some point in the film. They even, at one point, we have Fung, they want Fung killed. Um, because he's kind of given them information that you know they wouldn't have probably gotten any other way
4: so this is confusing right because up to this point i've been like fuck the Manchu's,"
1: mm-hmm. you
4: know, this entire podcast but yeah. now we're getting into a situation where it's like the hans are frustrated by fong's family who are running a school and he pisses off the cantonese gym who are hans mm-hmm. and they then say we're going to ruin your school yep which is the school is not supported by the Manchus. The Manchus are a separate
1: group. Yeah, I think so. If I remember okay. correctly
4: because it's a little confusing. And, like
1: and, that. In, and, and there were there are plenty of different factions and different kind of um, warring factions in China mm-hmm. in the you know fifteen sixteen hundreds. Um, Whatever the fuck this took place, I can't remember. Um, but you know, it's it's many people of many different shapes and sizes colors of the same fat of the same you know look Mm -hmm. um and just because of what they believe or who their 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 king was this is why they fought all the fucking times just like anything else but just like religion just like um you know fucking your neighbor doesn't like the fucking sign you put out in the front yard um people just have their opinions and stupid anyway um
4: the the fong is the one that everyone's pissed at
1: yeah, even his mother, who seems to be very forgiving for his antics. Yeah, well, she's she, the reason he's
0: a fucking martial arts expert, like, for the most part, because, like, this guy's, like, super powered. Like, if you, in the beginning of the movie, like, if you fucking hit him, you're gonna hit yourself in the face. Like, he's yeah. made of rubber or some shit. Yeah, he flies all over the place, and he's... He's OP. Like, he's... a. That's another thing that pisses me off is that not only is he a fucking piece of shit he also is OP like nobody can touch him yeah. everything is effortless for him he never ever goes through any struggle mm-hmm. other than the very end and even then he's like ha ha, ha, ha ha this is great right like I'm like fuck you dude like yeah. I want you to feel some sort right. of fucking obstacle or pain or something anyway yeah. I like
1: this movie <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> a good punchline <laughs>
4: And in conclusion,
1: the great the great thing about this is that it's, it's very rem- reminiscent of the f- second film. Like I said, it's a character that that doesn't particularly want to train, feels like he's learned enough, and he's not going to really learn anything from sitting in this school. That's the reason why he becomes yeah. very kind of like you know, Santi and his, you know, and the and the men that work that school are pretty much you stay here. You you're you're we've been accepted, you have to stay here, you cannot leave. And he deliberately sneaks out. Stinks you know, out like Andy Dufresne style. Goes in the yeah. damn sewers. Yeah, breaks through the bars. Goes to see his family. Goes <laughs> to the, goes, shit. Yeah, goes to the goes to the adversaries and tells them that he wants to perform. He wants to serve in a tournament, and they let him with their colors. Um, and then he and his and his brothers are all pretty much like you know gung ho about whatever the hell he's doing there. They're very kind. of Like, oh, why are you doing this? But they're very. This is this Karate Kid three? It's kind of yeah, but. <laughs> You know, and and the thing is, he thinks he's getting over on Sun T at every every element. Was
0: have you never seen Karate a- Kid Three, Brady?
4: Why would I see Karate K- Kid Three,
0: dude? That's the best one, bro. Seriously? Yes, that's the one where where Daniel Sun becomes Cobra Kai. He like switches over to the dark side. It's basically uh, uh fucking um the Empire Strikes Back. Like it's dope. I, I've, uh, I mean, obviously, it's not as good as the Empire. Strikes Back. <laughs> But it's the Empire Strikes Back of the Karate. I'm pretty sure no one agrees with me that Karate Karate Kid Three is the best one, but it is my favorite one. Watching him become a Cobra Kai is the best because you you literally see Fung get into the 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 well whatever these this uh, rivalry uh, martial arts group is, and he gets into them. He's wearing their little yellow vest now that he's won the tournament, he's all mm-hmm. proud. And he eventually starts seeing the commander of of the of of that group. As, yeah. as almost a father figure because let's face it i mean the last time we saw his dad he called him a bastard yep. <laughs> this guy's been looking for a new poppy for a while dude so yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> um
4: i'll i'll watch karate kid 3 based on your recommendation i mean yes, it sounds dude. like it sounds it's, like it's pretty great has yeah.
0: one of the best bad guys in terry silver i love him like like 90s bad guys so yeah Oh, okay, Bud uh, <laughs> is exhausted. He's like, "How long have we been recording?"
1: No, no I'm, not, I'm just exhausted. You're, you're pimping fucking Friday Kid three. Jeez, Christ. <laughs> like, uh, uh, I will pimp uh, the shit out of that dude. Uh, uh. <laughs> um, so, what it boils r- down to is that he wants to. He wants to serve in a tournament. He they give him rights because they pretty much are very happy for him to. You know, at one point they're you know fighter. They want to kill him. You know, because he constantly is getting in their way. But when he comes and he starts to explain certain things and show them certain things of the uh, of the Shaolin Temple, um, they find this as a positive. So that's why they let him go in the tournament with their colors. Um, And Sun T is pretty much knows exactly what he's doing every every time he does it. Even though he thinks he's smarter than him, you know, Sun T keeps popping up and saying, "Hey, what's this? Who's this? Where's this? Where'd you go? What happened?" And it's like he has eyes all over the place because he has a ton of people working and working for him under, you know, other other, you know, people working. There's, there's a shitload of people, not just like the people who are being trained, but the people who are training those people and the people who work for the abbot and the people who, you know, he's got this whole level of shit. So there's no way in hell you're escaping without getting in trouble. Um, I know, I, I, I like I said, I, I think this one was more of a straightforward sequel to the first film than, than any of them. Um, this is much more of a, it's not, it's less comedy, I think. Um, because the character of Fung is uh straightforward, what the hell's going on? You guys pass out? You okay? See, you know, Daniel, Steve's flying. I had to f- come. Oh, call. okay. And then, <laughs> Uh, At the exact same time, <laughs> we're both having a stroke. <laughs>
0: Me and Brady die together. We're going to go to the podcast.
1: Brady's like head ahead. passed out and you're fucking waving back and forth. And what's I go going to, on?
0: <laughs> I go to podcast I'm, hell and Brady a
1: podcast heaven. I'm looking up, just not paying, trying to pay attention. And all of a sudden I see you two fucking just doing whatever the fuck you're doing. What the fuck is going on? We're
0: both fucking having seizures. <laughs>
1: <together>. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Great. I had this on video. Okay, <laughs> I can't wait to put Sorry. it on YouTube. Two two halfway decent podcasters die on my show. Here's the here's the video. (laughs) Two halfway
0: decent.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'm gonna put that on my team. he was halfway decent. (laughs) Anyway, um, I I think it's this is this is less of a comedy and more of an action, you know, kung fu film because it's there's a lot of there's some great comedic moments, like I said, especially with him having his arms bound and having to fight these row of guys. I thought that was pretty fun. And then some of the moments with the, with uh, near the end. Um, I think that whole battle at the end of the film is this fucking. Is this great? It's like 20 minutes it's of it. Just a straight on battle.
0: The battle at the end. And also the part where he goes to the big festival of lights or whatever. Yeah. I think
1: that's a mm-hmm. Jewish
0: holiday, actually. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's called. Uh, he, he goes to that thing. And that is do- the choreography in that whole scene where he's jumping around and there's, mm-hmm. um there's mm-hmm. a guy trying to chase him around. It's funny. It's yeah. dope. Like all the moves he's doing are incredible with the the, you know, yeah, sure there's absolutely. some, you know, wire stuff going on, mm-hmm. but it is amazing. I love that scene. I also love that this movie is the only one out of the three, I'm pretty sure, yeah. that has uh two females that are fighting.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: There's one in the beginning who has like these weird, like steel-toed shoes. Yep. And then his mother, who taught him kung fu mm-hmm. fights in the movie, and she does a great job. There's a part where which is, I don't know if they were trying to connotate anything in this, but she tells this, uh, she tells the, the, I don't know if he's the chief. They all have different titles, but he's the chief of the, martial arts group there uh, and he's, he's basically the coach.
4: he's the gym coach
0: yeah he's the gym coach and he and he tells the dad I won't close your school down if I can have a night with your with your wife which is really fucked up and then the wife says well if you can open up my legs you get me for a night yeah. and she puts her legs so tight he's doing like all this like ah, like he's trying to get in there <laughs> and she's like a damn steel trap like man the only thing that could open those legs is maybe a live show of Prince. That's pretty much all I can think of.
4: <laughs> and and Daniel's, and Daniel's leaving out the fact that she's standing up. Uh, she's, not yeah, she's standing. She's standing up. And she's doing like this weird defensive martial arts thing that's comedic where her legs are bow legged. And she's like hopping around and like dodging with her legs and her thighs and all that jazz. So,
0: yeah, it's incredible, man. I yes. absolutely love that scene. This movie definitely. Pissed me off mostly, but there were some bits that I was like, "Okay, I'll keep watching."
1: I think it's because I, as I was watching it, I realized yes, this character, that our main character, is an asshole, and he's not something where I'm right. gonna be like, "Yeah," but like I kind of overlooked that and kind of enjoyed more the overall the you know the the action that was going on on screen and the story think- is The story is pretty simple. The story is you know an, an easy kind of like we need to mind this boy. This boy needs to be hidden away and hopefully when he's learning in the 36 chamber that it will help him become a more normal you know less of a pain in the ass or disciplined yeah yeah but it really doesn't i think think it works because
4: every it it works or it's okay that he's an asshole the entire movie because everyone's talking shit on him and throwing shade Mm -hmm. um so yeah the very beginning going back to the the school scene where he's hanging out with the little kids you know the teacher is like talking shit to the kids which is fucking hilarious he's like you're not as smart because you don't know that it turns into water you don't know that like snow turns into water when it hits the ground Mm -hmm. and like the the teacher is just going around talking shit about everyone and then he gets to the he gets to the main character and he's just a total dick to him and so like that just kind of sets the tone versus the movie prior it was like uh, with return it was like they were trying to set set the main character up as this guy who was really smart but like they were doing hijinks. Um, so it, it's just kind of a different style of comedy. Yeah. It's just more yeah. like um shit talk express, whereas the other <laughs> one like
0: it is. Like there's I, a part yeah. where the kids tell him he smells like shit over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is hilarious to me. A bunch of kids like, that's, you smell like shit.
4: Yeah. So that, good. And early. So yeah, that like that's setting the tone for the movie of like this yeah. guy just sucks. And yeah. everyone's doing things around him or in spite of him.
0: Yeah, Weird. like nobody really likes him except his brothers. Yeah, like all, even his mom of... reluctantly loves him. Like she's like, I have to love you. You're my son. <laughs> yeah, I have no yeah. choice. Right. And the dad is like, fuck you, there you go. Like he was <laughs> the dad was just gonna give him up. Like, yeah, sure. Give him up. He yeah. even tells the wife, uh, which is probably one of the most like intense lines in the movie. He tells the wife, Well, when he's giving up, when he's gonna give up Fung, he tells the wife, Well, you still have two other sons. Yeah, like, damn, bro, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. shit. Like, okay, but that's still one son down. Like, that's pretty harsh. And I think he's from a different father or something. Or, or maybe I took that wrong. I'm not sure. But know. it didn't seem like the because the dad called him a bastard. So I'm figuring he's actually from a different dad and the two other brothers are from him. But maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah. But this definitely had the most random ending out of the other ones where once again like what i brought up earlier in this in this episode where they have a lot of the blood that comes out of the mouth mm-hmm. it looks like so it looks like Fong is so into his new daddy uh the commander commander daddy yeah. that <laughs> that he believes that he would never fuck him over so he drinks he drinks the tea that is actually poison because the commander decides he's not gonna only kill him he's gonna kill like nine or whatever of his disciples yeah, right. yeah his brothers it, yeah yeah, and he was like, he would never kill me. He loves me. He put me in a tournament. You remember, like three minutes ago, and,
1: <laughs> and, he and clearly, when clearly we, we clear, when we clearly know that he, he says that he's going to kill him. He yeah, we saw him. that they yeah. were gonna they were just gonna have him come and then attack him. But he said, no, 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 we'll we'll, we'll do even better. We'll get him. We'll get a couple other disciples of the thirty six chambers, and we'll call we'll we'll call it. We'll force the abbot to. To come to us because they know there's also having, they're also having an issue with him. They want, yeah, they want to they take want him, him too. They want to kill him. They want to take him out, but they know that they can't do it. He won't attack unless he has a reason to. Yeah. Right?
3: Right.
1: And they can't attack him. And they can't go and attack him because it'll cause issues within within the town that they the area they live in.
0: Yeah. They, they don't want to him. go over to the shell. And, and also, they would have gotten destroyed if they tried to get him in his own. land Mm -hmm. they're like yeah let's bring him out Mm -hmm. and the way he comes out is one of the funniest shits ever he's supposed to be a bride yeah in a in a little
1: kind of Mm -hmm. cinderella yeah and it blows out explodes
0: "Ah!" he like comes out he's like what's up bitches he has earrings on and shit he's like
1: let's go and you get this 20-minute battle which is great with our main hero dying of poison of being poisoned
4: because he
1: slowly he's the thing the good thing is with like the one thing i is that with the production in this film that i have is that in that scene the character goes from being white-faced you know having the kind of like you know the death to back to normal like either they weren't paying attention when they were with the production assistants or you know whoever was putting together everything wasn't paying attention every day because these were clearly probably shot in two different moments yeah so his face is white in one scenes and sometimes it's normal in other scenes but he's still got the red the red shit all over his mouth because he's spitting up blood at some points because he's kind of keeping the poison within an area in his yeah, yeah. you know he has that control that he can he's able to regurgitate it because he's able to kill the uh, our main adversary at the end of the film spoilers there's um, probably
4: there's probably a worker strike where worker strike where they wanted higher wages yeah, maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> and there
0: is, and there, is a- there is a weird throwback uh, the the movie throws back to this you know when you see him spit the blood because there's a scene earlier in the movie where a, um, um, I forget what they call them but he's basically in charge of the schools in the area. Yeah, and he comes in. He like think commander. of him as the board president almost. Yeah,
4: commander. He, what they call commander.
0: The, and he comes that. in. He's bitching about the school. Like this is a fucking cesspool. Your kids are dirty. Your floor. They're like fuck these. Fuck everybody. Fuck like your, shit, food. Yeah. <laughs> your food. Yeah. And then fucking Fong just spits a meatball into this dude's mouth. <laughs> Yeah. And so we knew he could project from his mouth. Like this guy has spitting power.
4: Yeah, some good foreshadowing.
0: But yeah, I, some good foreshadowing. There
1: you go. I really That's lo- I, like, I really love that last scene, that last fight. Because it's this all out brawl. It, it goes is. through it goes through two different seat like two different sets. You have the whole this whole big kind of Manchu set where it's the front yard the front the front courtyard and then you have the back courtyard. Mm. Um you have all these roofs and it's just this it's all black because it's supposed to be nighttime. Um so it's this very simple look, but it's the way they put it down. There's at least like fifty guys fighting at once within it, and, and it's color, and, yeah, and they color. It. They have yeah. different
4: uniforms yeah. based yeah. on, yeah, and you don't
1: get lost. Factually. You know exactly who, yeah, you know. you know who's who, and it's and it's wide yeah. shots of these fights going on, it's, and they you know, will the zoom into this one, that. yeah. It's 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 awesome. It's a great yeah. way to end it, um, and that's like, you know, and it's and it works out. And you have you know. You get Gordon Loud actually fight at the end of the film, which is nice because it's like, oh, he has a reason to, even though he mm-hmm. can't, and and he's still kind of holding his his um his practices to his chest because even when Fung gets a chance to try to kill our main adversary, he says, no, you we don't not kill people, um, right? You know, and he still does anyway. <laughs> he's he still kills, and it's kind of like a, um, it's like a birdie. He gets to you know, he just spits it back in his face. So it's like, oh, did he swallow any? Oh, my bad. You know,
4: well, not only does uh Garden Lau get get to show his his chops, but he busts out the double nunchucks. Mm -hmm. So he
0: does bring them in and they're different in this one, they're metal, right? And they're they're a little shorter, Mm -hmm. but he still rocks the shit out of those. It is so much fun watching him use those. It's so weird. Like you would think, like the weapons I like the least in these movies are the swords i don't like the sounds i don't find them impressive as much i like just blunt like i love this like donatello staffs exactly i like the arrow shits like the the you know the spears and i like those the what do i call it the triple pole chuck but
4: Mm -hmm.
0: whatever it's called
4: (laughs) yeah the triple partition staff i don't know (laughs) i can't remember i've already forgotten
0: (laughs) but i love that i love that weapon yeah it's 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 a hell of a client. It's one of. It's definitely. A, it might be. It competes for sure with the, the other two, of, mm-hmm. as being as one of the the most extreme. And it's because it's one of the most visually captivating. There's like a part where all the guys, um, all all of the uh, Shaolin cats go underwater and then right. fucking explode out of the water and yeah, yeah, yeah. explode the bridge from un, from well, above the, well, the, them.
1: Well, the thing is, that's another thing is that they're kind of. We have this whole scene in the film of them training learning that shit. learning all that yeah so it's was nice that they bring it back at the end of the film and actually show them they and show them the shoes the actually can't do it because they don't have the, the, the fortitude the to, the, to do it which is pretty cool there was so only one dumb. part
4: that wasn't that wasn't taught which is the wire work stuff where it's just like oh all of a sudden we can fly, you know, like, I don't <laughs> fly
1: around. all
0: are all power rangers all of a sudden
4: fuck the story you wanted this 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 we all know this is why you paid money is for the so let's just fucking go balls to the wall
0: you want to see five flips per jump. Yeah. <laughs> it's in so and intense.
4: It, it, and it climaxed at the guy that uh, was in the water with the giant logs and the, uh, the gym coach or the commander, or the Manchu captain, whatever. Yeah, they, yeah. Confu- this one's confusing. Um, <laughs> he jumps off of the other, of off of the other logs and like tries to attack this guy. And he, he throws the logs up and like hits the guy in the nuts. And then they do like flies off and back flips into the water it's like yep. what? What kind of crazy meth head <laughs> poked out shit is this? Yeah, it just it just like broke the fourth not broke the fourth wall, but it just like broke its own. It it was a tonal shift.
0: Yeah. It was yeah. They definitely were like, oh wait, this is supposed to be like goofy, and so like they tried to like work <laughs> in goofy shit, but because the end does get more, it definitely gets a little a lot more serious like the other films, but. I still thought they did a good job. I I like the fact that they held on to some of the seriousness of it. If it was all slapsticky, like fucking physical comedy shit, I feel like I wouldn't have been as into it at the end there. Um, And then they work in the slapstick, slapstick physical comedy at the very end where um, I guess Fung is trying to pretend like he's still sick from the poison. So he gets like white, he, uh, first of all they need to work on the paint that's on the walls inside these Shaolin temples because he's able to just rub his hand on it and then put some white shit on his face to make <laughs> it look like he's sick and uh, you know all his buddies that love him so much and, by the way that he's kind of like the guy from say by the Bell he's like Zach was it Zach I think his name's Zach right mm-hmm. say yeah. by the Bell. He's that one. guy, like everyone appreciates him. Like all his other students love him to death. They're always like, Oh, you're so cool. And you know how to do all these moves right away because you're fucking OP for some reason. And you were just bored to be a fucking Kung Fu expert. And they love him to, to death. So for him, they're like, Pretend, like, Oh, look, he's sick. He's sick, master. He's sick. And so then they all leave. And then he he basically just doesn't want to train that day. So he's pretending to be sick. And then he's walking out. And then the. Uh, basically, was it? Uh, sung, Sante, yeah comes through and is like, "I got you."
4: <laughs> end of movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? That's the way it's gonna end? <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, they were definitely trying to have fun with the ending for sure. They were, they were. They could have just
0: thrown that at the tail and like have some credits and then have that at the end, but.
4: It was a cool yeah. free frame though cuz he's like he's jumping back he's like up in the air kind of bent backwards and the the monk is just standing there like come at me bro and yeah <laughs> it just like it was like a nice it was like a nice way to end it like the monk is always going to be the guy that's the guy you know yeah. the mm-hmm. master um exactly. and after this you know the Shaw brothers essentially folded or in a way kind of uh, went not belly up but like switch to tv so it kind of feels like a nice like a, a nice send off of their movie stuff That's right awesome. Vaughn? Like,
0: yeah i didn't right, know that like,
1: i didn't know they just uh, like fell off mm-hmm.
4: yeah well I mean, do you know Vaughn, like the story of like the Shaw brothers
1: no movie, actually, movie side no I, I know that like i know that at a certain point like any like any great and the Shaw brothers were around for a long time by the longest running um Chinese um you know producers uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, um and it just kind of like you know just like that to like Hammer at some point when in the the early 80s when they started actually working with the, the Shaw brothers as well um and they kind of both kind of like ultimately they like lost their shit. <laughs> like you know mm-hmm. just failing industry and in the, in the you know the popularity of the films that they were making were not what people wanted to see anymore and um but I don't really know why, like, exactly what the whole thing kind of fell apart. Because, what is it, we just lost uh, one of the Shaw brothers, like, two years ago or something like that. I think maybe three years ago now. Um, Run there, Shaw? Yeah, he was, like, yeah, 100. Run Run Shaw. He was, like, yeah, he was, was 100. He was, like, mm-hmm. over 100 by the time he passed away. But he was still, you know, he was still alive just at the, you know, he was oh. known. Like, and like I said, they did, they made a lot of headway in the States in the 70s. They had their own theaters here in the States. They brought their own prints here in the states. They would show their movies here because they had there's a large Chinese, uh, you know, um, there's a large Chinese you know group here in the states. There's tons of Chinese people here in the states, and it's good. Just like just like now, there's more. You see more Bollywood films being shown in the main in big theaters because there's more people of that from that from India and whatnot living in this country now. So they need you know why don't we not show their fucking films? Which wonderful time to walk into a film, and watch a three hour film, uh, but yeah. you know, but. I don't really know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah I, I mean, it could have been also just the times past them. You know, I think um, the movies they were making, I I just figuring that it was probably going to be harder and more expensive to make the movies they wanted to make. And the money wasn't there and the support wasn't there. So going to TV maybe seems like the, the natural transition, Yeah. You, you know, that that's why the eighties was so dope. And I'm sure y'all know it even more than me. It was a time where you could make a movie and get that stuff widely distributed without really a lot of support or a lot of money. Yeah. And yeah. That time is pat that time just passed by and it yeah, just no. wasn't possible after a while. You
1: can't do that shit anymore.
0: Hell no. So yes, um, this movie tested me, guys. <laughs> like I was so close. I'm so close to saying that I don't recommend this. But I feel like once you get past Fung and his character and you kind of look at it as a whole and you look at it as uh, – uh, kind of like what you all talked about. It's, it's way more it, – to me, it's one of the prettiest-looking movies. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. it, it, The action is really great. The wire work is on top. Like you can actually see it progress and get better and better and better, mm-hmm. the, the fighting sequences. And the acting is pretty good. I think for him being an asshole character, he does a great job of being that kind of character. Right. Um, He's not endearing at all, but he is at least that kind of person, and and he does a good job at it. You still get some great fucking Sante character. You know, I hope I said that right. But you get some really great. um, You get his character, and it's just like the one from the first movie, and it's just awesome. And I missed him, so it was great to see him again. So, yeah, I still I still recommend this movie. Like I, I it's definitely my least favorite. I actually didn't mm-hmm. think I would like the second one more, but I do like the second one more. Mm. So, yeah, I maybe that's different from y'all, but I it's my least favorite one, but I still recommend watching it.
4: Yeah, I think it just goes to goofballs for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I do think that it it's it's just trying too hard in a way. Mm hmm. Um, but I mean, the fight scene at the end makes up for that, and also I think him being a shithead, like I said earlier at the beginning, in the first five to ten minutes worked. I thought like the shit talking family and and community uh, mm-hmm. was a lot of fun.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, and yeah, there were fight scenes along the way that we haven't talked about much, other than the mom keeping her legs. Uh, closed but there were there were a number of other There's scenes a
0: whole bunch yeah
4: yeah I, actually we talked about like the intro like the first three to five minutes definitely suck you in in terms of mm-hmm. like oh, cool this movie is going to be about tournaments nope just kidding yeah. it's not at all about tournaments <laughs> um, they so refer yeah, to I'll, it though <laughs> yeah, exactly they do refer to it so I would recommend this movie if you've seen the other two
1: okay mine as a more straightforward sequel to the original film even though the main character sucks, he's a big dickhead, um, I, I like the fact that they kind of do that. The fact that you have a character you can't even get behind. You, he, all his actions are completely asinine and ridiculous. Like he should, like, and I'm, and I'm the first person to say, you know, you should honor your fucking parents, whatever. You know, they, they, need, they need to learn respect just like everybody else. But if you're that much of a shithead and your mother's deliberately putting you somewhere away to keep you from being killed, honor that shit try to you know and it's like i love that the fact that the guy is even though his mother is literally doing this to save his life he does not give a shit and he's this wow. kind of naive idiot who thinks that these people are like oh they like me now like when like you know 20 minutes ago they wanted to kick your ass right he's such a wow. dipwig and it's like cool i can i you know i don't like the character but i can understand where they're going within the story the fact that Long carlisle wrote the screenplay to this um is a you know it's a, it actually works pretty well. It makes the character of Sun t this more mystical, mythical character, right? We you know he's all he does is walk around, and when we see him fight, it's for reasons to kind of show our main character what he's doing wrong, and you know he's pushing this character to be a better person. But in the end, he's still a dickhead, right? Even no Sun is yeah. like yeah, you know we're coming here to save you, but we're hopefully you're going to be a better person. Even tell him. You can't kill people. That's under my training. You're not allowed to kill people. And still kill somebody, right? And Sun doesn't like beat his ass right then and there. Um, so it's like you have this dickhead character that's just like he's never he doesn't change. He's still the same dickhead character when we leave, right? He right. still got that cocky smile on his face, and you're like, okay, I can get behind that, right? Yeah. They should have so.
0: killed one of his brothers.
1: I would have loved it. Like I said, I've said before, I love it when a cat <laughs> like, you know the main him. character dies. It would have been lovely if he just died from the poison as as he wins the day and it's like yeah and he dies right there
0: yeah or like he dies in the poison yeah like yeah. they should have done something where it made him mm-hmm. need to feel real pain like right. it would have been great if the movie was like okay you can't hurt him physically because he's so OP but you can hurt his heart and yeah. like that would have been different but he doesn't lose anybody his three brothers are alive his mom is alive with her tight ass legs and her fucking dad <laughs> is still alive <coughs> <laughs> It just pisses me off that he doesn't get any
1: sort of real lesson. He's just like, "I'm good at everything." Right. <laughs> and the yeah. thing is, the fights—the fights in the film are fun. You know, and there are a ton of them. It starts from the very just, the cool introduction. Yeah. A lot of just because this guy does not know how to keep his mouth shut, does not know how to keep his mm. his nose in, in other people's he business. Always has to like use his
0: skills for everything. Like, there's a part where he's washing dishes and yep. he does like the dishes. Yeah. Yes. It's
1: fun and it's very reminiscent of Jackie Chan style stuff of the time in '85, Um, because by that time he was doing more comedic stuff. So there was so there's definitely a a reason for that Um, that they're definitely trying to work with the you know Golden Harvest again, starting Harvest and trying to get back in this in a standing. Um, But yeah, definitely if you've seen the first two films, it's why the fuck not see this? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know what I mean? You might as well. Yeah. So. Okay. (laughs) I agree. Uh, we're good. We're good. All right, we are good, baby. At this point, this is where I let you two, uh, you know, chill your shit, um, pimp your wares. You know, fucking rip a promo on each other. I don't care. Whatever you want to do. Um, so I'll do it first. From let's see, let's see. Uh, let's see. Hold on, wait. Calm down. Brady, relax. I understand. You, you, It's like nine o'clock where you're... Brady's ready.
0: Yeah, I was going like, to. I want to go. go. First. Uh, gotta, I'm going to
1: turn off the lights in this, clo- in this in this basement and go back upstairs and see my wife. I want to get to my gimp. I just got out of work like about 12 minutes before. Uh, before I started this bullshit. <laughs> I'm just uh, sitting here. I'm an animated,
4: an animated mover. It's good to know. I've got to <laughs> sit here like a fucking statue <laughs> and express myself in order to <laughs> belong with you. guys. You know,
0: Brady does kind of look like
1: a magician. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it's the lights
0: it's the lights that's true <laughs> i like it though
1: yeah okay so brady would you like to uh pimp your wares, please
4: yeah so salt six we do double features um and kind of the novelty is that each of us hosts the double double feature so there's josh and allison so you know basically you get a rotation of, of six movies that kind of um you're gonna get a random set of shit so we've been on the serious side lately i mean we've been covering like experimental horror Mm -hmm. um we did a hustler series and i am covering i'm hosting next so by the time this comes out we may um have our first episode out about fantasy babes so i'm covering sorceress from 1982 directed by jack hill and the lost empire from 1984 uh, by jim ornarski
3: Wow
4: so uh, we're we're highbrow we're lowbrow we're no brow we like as we like to say amongst each other we we yank the wheel around um on the car that is solid six (laughs)
0: uh yeah so daniel yeah if you (laughs) if you want to learn a little bit about where i come from i started a show a little over a year ago called the mustachioed Podcastio. And it's all about honoring uh, mustachioed actors and the movies they've made. It's inspired by my pops and my grandfather who sported dope mustaches. My dad looked a lot like a Mexican version of Charles uh, Charles Bronson. Uh, we used to always make fun of him about that. Um, but then as I got older, I was like, you know what? Charles Bronson's really dope because I, I hadn't really seen a lot of his movies. So I got a little <laughs> older and I was like, damn, he's awesome. You believe in Jesus? And uh, so <laughs> the, it's a it's a fun show. I'm not um, obviously, you know, as you've listened to this episode, I'm not a film expert, but I want to learn with everybody. I want to learn from my guests. I bring on a lot of expert movie people like Brady and like Vaughn and like a bunch of other people. I bring on comedians. I bring on a lot of awesome characters. And so I, I have a good time um, learning from people. I also have episodes where I'm by myself called Solo Cholos. So it's a learning experience for me. I love the show, and uh, yeah, check it out. M O U S T Ashio podcast. Yeah,
1: Yeah, Google that shit. You'll find it. Good luck. Yeah, like every (laughs) like every other podcast he's on. It's such an easy thing to find.
4: You're doing man. the Lord's work, man. I mean, the, that solo shit, I don't know. I don't know how you pull that shit off.
1: Yeah, I know. Vaughn I've been doing it for 13 time. years. So. Yeah,
0: Vaughn does it all the time. I don't know how he does it, man.
1: 13 year. This is why I'm bringing everybody on. This is why I it's, have like, it's weird. Like, I have you guys coming on, on. I have somebody next week. I have somebody in July. Um, crazy. I have you guys. I have the Solid Six crew coming back in August at some point. Hopefully, we'll get that done. Um, yeah, wait, I can't wait to I can't wait to have you guys on and talk about those films. Oh my god. Yeah. I think
0: it's it's the neuroticism, dude. Like that's how you're able to speak into the mic for about an hour. Yeah. And both Vaughn and Brady have had episodes on the Mustachio podcast. So if you like their voices, you like their opinions, definitely go check them out. Yeah. Vaughn did Zardos, I believe. Yes. And uh Brady did uh Bring Me the Head of Alfredo. Garcia. Garcia. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely check those two out. Both of them are freaking dope. Had so much good time. Like, that's the reason why they actually brought me back because, you know, that's why we're together right now. We all had yeah. really good shows. So yeah, good. Check it out.
1: Yes. So, all right. So, mine, you like to leave me feedback, which no one ever does. 732 639 1435. It's 732 639 1435 you'd like to email me, it's a long one. Motionpicturemaster at gmail.com. That's motionpicturemaster. I'm doing this right. Motionpicturemaster at gmail.com. And with that, I'm done. Thank you guys for being on the show and driving me fucking nuts. Daniel's about to shit himself. Hi, um, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and um, before, before I shit myself, goodbye
4: bye bye
6: <laughs> hey Godzilla it's over you must forgive
3: damn lizard!